Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, the 25th day of April. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Police are searching for a motorcycle-driving gunman who they say opened fire on a minivan Monday afternoon along I-95 near the Columbus Boulevard exit ramps at 1.30 in the afternoon. A 911 caller reportedly told police that the driver of a sport bike-type motorcycle fired several rounds into his vehicle, then fled down the highway at high speed. Damn. Yeah. The shooting and subsequent investigation caused the entire northbound side of 95 to be closed for over a little over an hour as officers canvassed the grounds for spent shell casings. So I saw there was a collection of crimes around the country, Preston, <clears throat> and this is becoming the thing to do. Dude, this reminds in my mind, this is almost like a Western cowboy on exactly. a horse exactly. firing a handgun. Right. So, there, but, you know, you have maximum maneuverability if yes. you're on a motorcycle. You can get out of there <clears throat> immediately. So you see people coming up on sidewalks, robbing people coming up from behind. It's wild. But you're right. I've, that I've, horse correlation is very accurate. I've seen a lot of uh, footage over the years, like in South America and places in Asia where that where yes. Yes. Uh, motorcycles and scooters are a little more common in, in high traffic right. areas, and they will use that as a quick way to get in and out well, and, and, cr- and uh, commit a crime. It, the maneuverability makes yeah. it. Yeah. So, and you see, but there's tons of footage now where this is becoming the thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I keep a two-by-four and I just swing it back and forth as I'm walking down the this street. A good idea. Just in case. Deterrent. Yeah. yeah. A gold minivan and with bullet holes uh, peppered along the passenger's side was stopped wow. on the Columbus Boulevard exit ramp. The highway reopened to motorists in time for the evening rush. Police have not said what prompted the shooting. Do you know it's not being used segways? They're right. little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a little too slow. An accidental shooting left a five-year-old boy injured as he stood on his front porch of his home in the middle of the day on Monday, according to police. The young boy was found struck in the hip on Fisher Street in Philadelphia's Olney section. He was transported to a local hospital where he is said to be in stable condition. In a press conference Monday, police said the boy's father handled the gun in a way that accidentally discharged from inside of the house. Family, friends, and the nine-year-old, uh, the boy's nine-year-old brother were also in the house at the time. The boy's father was under house arrest at the time and is not permitted to have guns according to authorities while the handgun involved in the shooting has not been recovered police say a shotgun was found during a search of the home a spent shell casing was also taken from the scene according to authorities who say they are tracking the missing evidence officials say the father will face firearm possession charges but charges in connection to the shooting are still unclear don lemon was terminated from his anchor role at cnn Uh, they announced on monday the news comes after variety published a story this month about allegations that he mistreated his female colleagues over over his career there. And earlier this year, he faced backlash over widely criticized comments he made on on the air. Uh, Lemon announced the news on Twitter saying he was informed by his agent that he was being terminated. I am stunned, Lemon wrote. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought someone in management would have the decency to tell me directly. In a tweet, CNN refuted Lemon's account as inaccurate. The network said he was offered a chance to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. Do you remember he was at NBC 10? Mm-hmm. Yes. We interviewed oh, yeah. him years ago. Yeah, oh, I yeah, used yeah. to work 
work with. I used yeah. to work with Don. Yeah. I liked him. I liked him. Okay. I liked him a lot. CNN CEO Chris Licht said that the network and Lemon have parted ways, according to a memo provided to NBC News on Monday. Don will forever be a part of the CNN family, and we thank him for his contributions over the last 17 years. The statement said, "We wish him well, and we will be cheering him on in his future endeavors." Lemon joined CNN in 2006 after anchoring at NBC Chicago and working as a correspondent for NBC News, The Today Show, and NBC Nightly News. He also worked as a weekend anchor here at NBC 10, like Steve said, in Philadelphia early on in his career. Lemon first came under fire in February during a segment on CNN this morning in which he remarked that 51-year-old Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley was no longer in her prime. Licht told employees that Lemon agreed to partake in training following public backlash to his comments. He also told Semaphore earlier this month that both CNN and Lemon have moved on from the issue. We, we had uh, to do... That was part of part our, of our like, training. We had to do like this training for... for what oh, was yeah. That? What was that called? Sensitivity uh, yes, training? Right, yeah. mm-hmm. And that was one of the examples. We had to watch that... Um, it was inclusion training. Yes. Yeah, was, yeah. Yes. Okay, is that what that... Okay, yep. sorry mm-hmm. about that. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I was paying attention. I know. No, I was watching <laughs> you while you were doing it. Well, you know, during that, um, you, did you guys have to break out into little groups? Yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. So so we did that, and uh, some people, for whatever reason, I don't know, some people weren't on camera, and they were just, like, typing in. So Steve Veselotti down the hallway nominated me to be, like, the foreman of the group. And oh I was like... God. And everyone was like, we what? think that's a good idea, because you're the only female in this group. I was like... I'm going to kill you, Steve. How sexist. Uh, Fox News said yesterday that it will be parting ways with Fireband anchor Tucker Carlson, the network's most popular primetime host and a leading voice in the modern conservative movement. Fox News Media said Tucker Carlson have agreed to part uh, part ways, the company said in a short release. Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. In that broadcast, he did not feature any indication that he was preparing to leave the network. Wouldn't it be wild if they both started to get... Together, a Fuller House Appreciation oh, Podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> appreciation Podcast. Oh, I thought you were going to say like a remake or something like that. No, but just an Appreciation Podcast. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they both got the same day. Yeah. Um, we'll be back on Monday, he said, cheerfully at the end of Friday's episode. So he didn't uh, indicate at all that he thought he was you know, leaving. It doesn't happen the same way it used to happen in radio. That somebody would show up with a briefcase yeah. with CDs that are a different format than you're working <laughs> at. So it doesn't happen that way in news. Fox News did not specify why Carlson is leaving. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies, who won three games in a row, were off last night and open up a series against the Seattle Mariners tonight. Bailey Falter will get the start at 640. Last night in the NBA, the Heat won again over top-seeded Milwaukee Bucks, 119-114 to in Miami. Jimmy Butler scored 56 points, and the Heat now lead the series three games to one in the Western Conference. The Lakers beat the Memphis Grizzlies, 117-111 to in Los Angeles. The Lakers lead that series 3-1. to In the NHL playoffs, the New Jersey Devils beat the New York Rangers 3-1 at Madison Square Garden. The road team has won every game in this series, which is tied at two games apiece. In Tampa Bay, the Toronto Maple Leafs came back from a 4-1 deficit to beat the Lightning 5-4 in overtime. The Maple Leafs now lead that series three games to one. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Jets 4-2 in Winnipeg and lead 3-1 in that series. And in Seattle, the Kraken beat the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in overtime. That series is tied at two. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, it is a Tuesday morning, and we are just uh, starting to get the week started. 
And we've been giving away money hand over fist, yeah, quite literally. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and we want to continue to do that today so we have your chance to win a couple of times concert cash. The keyword's coming up at 8 and then 10. Don't miss out because your chances are good. And winning $1,000 in tickets to the MMRBQ. Those tickets are on sale now. September 16th, we spoke to the gals in Larkin Poe yesterday. Did we play that back this morning? Uh, yes, we did. Uh, they were yeah. wonderful and excited to see them. Amongst the other bands, you can go to WMMR.com, get all the details, get your tickets, and be a part of that event. On the program, besides those things this morning, we have uh, our longtime friend, comedian Greg Warren, who's going to be joining us. And he's got a new stand-up special which is available for free on YouTube, and it's called The Salesman. So we will talk to Greg around 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, and Casey wants the uh, the giving away. To begin now? To begin right now. Wow. I have uh, digital copies of Shazam! Fury of the Gods that I can set you up with. And how many should I give away? Uh, well, let's just start. Let's just dip our toes and do two. All right, two. two of them. So we'll take uh, two. colors 12 and 13. What are you doing? At 215-263-WMMR, the wise cracking teen chosen to be a superhero. Teams up with foster siblings to save the world from uh, the ancient Greek daughters of Atlas. And it's available now on digital. Also a reminder, today is Tattoo Day, so we have a chance for you to win. A Preston and Steve themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing at 1729 South Street. Text the word tattoo to 39333. You might win yourself a $350 gift certificate. That's all you got to do. Just text. That's it. And you're done. Uh, if you want to check out their samples, you can go to floatingworldtattoos.com or, of course, search for them on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. So we have a lot to get to today. We're going to come back in a moment. If you have not heard the news yet, our buddy Bam is in some serious trouble. Yeah. Uh, We'll run down some of the details in a little while as well. Stupid question, more entertainment stories. We'll be back in just a sec. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay. Well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Steven's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Steven's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give some away. we got a pair of tickets to see Sarah Silverman. I'm going to ask a stupid question. I am going to enlighten you with a word that I have never heard in my life. And if you guys have heard of it, I will be mightily impressed. All right. Okay. What is a pickle haub? A pickle haub? Yeah. 
Spelled P-I-C-K-E-L-H-A-U-B-E. Picklehaub. The Picklehaub. Never heard it. What is that? 215-263-WNMR. You're going to find it quite interesting when you learn what that is. All right, we'll go through some birthdays today, being the 25th day of, uh, what month is it? April. April. And (laughs) we're going to start with actor Jeffrey DeMunn. Uh, he is an older actor, and he's one of those character actors who's been in a whole bunch of things. And some standout roles were in the Green Mile. He was one of the older guard. Yes, in the Green Mile, he, he gets peed on by Billy the Kid. And he pit, damn, he pissed on me. <laughs> um, in Shawshank Redemption, he's in the uh, the beginning. He's the lawyer, so he's like a, he, he and Tom Hanks have had a few. Uh, uh, or Stephen King uh, stories, I'm sorry, have uh, have threaded through his character. He, he works with Frank Darabont a lot. He's also in The Mist. And, uh, yeah, so there's yep. another Stephen King. Oh. Um, and Casey was saying he's the father in uh, Billions. Billions. In the show Billions. Yeah, he's uh, Paul Giamatti's father in that. He is 76 years old today. Uh, Megan Fahey, I saw her. I Fahey. only know her from one thing. And in White Lotus Season 2, uh, the incredibly good-looking couple who kind of had yeah. this somewhat open marriage... She's the wife. Of oh, that really? Yep. Uh, that's the only thing I think I've ever seen her in. She is uh, 33 years old today. She was great in that show. Uh, the great Hank Azaria has his birthday today. Multi-talented, obviously, multi-voices on uh, The Simpsons. Mo, uh, Chief Wiggum, comic book guy. There's a whole ton of them that he plays. Um, the Birdcage, he is hilarious in. He's excellent. Yeah, uh, and uh, and he's great. He he does you know drama, comedy, all that stuff. Uh, you know what I loved him in is Along Came Polly. Along Came Polly. Be like Ippo. He's in good shape, man. Insanely uh, good shape, in, especially in that movie. Yeah. He walks around in a speedo, yeah, and yeah. he is cut uh, up. Yeah, she makes the fire. Uh, he is <laughs> he is fifty nine. What? Years old today. What's his um the the baseball show he does? I'm, I'm having a brain. Oh, Brock, Brock Meyer. Brock, Brock Meyer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brock Meyer. Brock. Brock. Yeah. yeah. Meyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me a yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Thank you. Had to get a yeah out of that. <laughs> that son of a bitch. All right. Uh, I'm going to save a big one for last year. Um, let's go with Renee Zellweger. Uh, she turns 54 years old today. Thor's mom. And I have an update. No, not Thor's oh, mom. No, Renee Russo. Renee yeah. Russo. I have an update on her marriage uh, coming up in a moment what? here in the oh. entertainment report. Yes. Uh, but Jerry Maguire, Bridget Jones' Diary, Chicago, Cold Mountain, Cinderella, Man, Man a whole bunch of great Great performances. Judy Garland in yes. Judy. Yeah, yeah she was phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, so we also have Jason Lee celebrating birthday. Mm-hmm. So day before yesterday, uh, my youngest goes, or no, actually it was Carter. Carter goes, I want to watch The Incredibles. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm down. I haven't watched yeah, that in a while. Movie. So we sat down, and so my dad is living with us now. My dad sat down, and he had never seen The Incredibles. <laughs> he loved it. Really? Dude, it's, listen, loved it's it. my, I know you guys have a soft spot in your hearts for uh, uh, Inside Out and uh, Up, but Incredibles is my absolute favorite Pixar movie. He, it, it could be mine as well. Yeah. It, it, it floats in that top three. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 that good. Yeah. Uh, so he's Syndrome. He's the voice of Syndrome in that. And uh, he's great and almost famous and chasing Amy. I hung out with him uh, for a stretch. I, I did a, a press junket for a TV show called Memphis Beat. That thing only lasted a season or two. But we were on a riverboat cruise up and down the Mississippi River uh, by Memphis. And uh, Jason Lee could not have been a nicer guy. He was really cool. He and was it, a skateboard dude for he a was, while. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he got connected to Kevin Smith. 
Is he still a Scientologist? Yeah. I think he is. Okay. Yeah, he's opened up a few franchises. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> his son's name, I believe, is Pilot Inspector or something. Yeah. Pilot. yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> I like that. Uh, he's 53 today. Okay, so I have a story concerning this birthday. Bjorn Alveus. Uh, he is one of the members of the band ABBA. The sound of that way, yeah. And so he, his house helped us... Uh, from when we were lost, yes. In, in, uh, in oh my Sweden. God, he's the it was one. a beacon of the night. He, he actually was. So we we were we were pulling into Stockholm. We were coming from another part of the country at, at night on a train, uh, going to find my wife's aunt and uncle's house, um, and they weren't there. So we had to find it on our own. Well, little did we know, we got off at the wrong train stop. We didn't find out till like months later what what we did wrong. Classic traveler so nightmare. We're wandering around just suburban streets right. of Stockholm with no... We're trying to follow these directions. It's dark. We didn't know where we were going. And then you hear this out. So, no, but yeah. but Rochelle, we're walking around for hours. Yeah, oh, hours. Man, that sucks. And then Rochelle finally goes up to a native. Yeah, yeah. And a native Swede and says, do you know where Bjorn of ABBA lives? Because her aunt and uncle live right down the street from her. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it's a very distinctive house. It's on an island. Oh, wow. It's on this little, it's got a little bridge that goes out to it like and everything. Like a moat. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's in a full body of water. Right. Yeah, here's a picture of it. So anyway, we're looking at the, the photo. That's the house. It's out on the water. Oh my and so finally we found somebody who knew where it was. They poured <laughs> us in the direction. We walked down to Bjorn's house. And then we were able to get oh my God. uncle's house, which is like two or three blocks over. You folks think lost. Thank God for Bjorn Alves, or I, we would have been walking the streets all night. You might have ended up dead. So he's 78 years old today. Uh, all right, then two birthdays from one of the greatest movies ever made. We'll start with Talia Shire. Well, I was going to say The Godfather, but yes, obviously she's Adrian The God Rocky. And the God Rocky. I'm playing God Rocky right now. This is both of them together. God, Rocky. Heart attack. This is. I can't do this. How about Rocky Father? Rock Father. Rock Father. Uh, so Talia Shire is seventy-seven years old. She played um, uh, Connie. Yes. Uh, in The Godfather and Adrian in Rocky, two iconic films and great characters. And she shares a birthday with. Al Pacino. Uh-huh. There you go. What's my name? Don Cacino. It's a whole new game. Don Cacino. You want creamy goodness? I'm your friend. Say hello to my chocolate blend. Attica, who I love, he like. This whole trial is out of sight. They pull me back in with hazelnut too. Caramel swirl. I know it was you. Everyone wants Pacino. Can't get enough of my Dunkachino. Kids from 7 to 17 lining up for my Dunkachino. What's my name? Dunkachino. Dunkachino. Michael Corleone. God. I uh, love Al Pacino. He could uh, be, he's up there, man. Him and uh, just a handful of other people I consider to be my all time favorite. He's actors. amazing. Uh, but, I mean, because not only The Godfather, Dog Day Afternoon, Scarface, Son of a Woman, Donnie Brasco. Serpico. Uh, Serpico. Um, Ocean's 13. Ocean's He's 13, great. Yeah. Heat. Heat. Uh, he turns Got a great ass. 83 years old today. Was he in Glengarry Glen Ross yes. as well? Yeah. yeah he's I've, great in that. You know, I've never seen that. It is a it is a great movie with tour de force performances from a number of, of Hollywood elite actors. It's right. really, of course, the thing you always see is the uh, Alec Baldwin 
uh, spiel, you know, but they had Ed Harris and Jack Lemmon, and they're great. Nothing yeah. happens in the movie, Preston, so don't be, expect any action. Right. Like, okay. it's, it's them sitting around talking about sex. Yeah, yeah. There's one yeah. T-Rex attack. But it's intense dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he is... David Mamet. Uh, Al Pacino is 83 today. And then a birthday I missed. I meant to get to it yesterday. Uh, an amazing human being celebrates uh, his birthday. A man that all of us uh, appreciate and love, Dr. Mike Sirigli. Hey! Had his birthday over the weekend. It was on Sunday. Hey, son of a bitch. I always, it always eludes me. And I got to call him. And uh, Marissa had uh, pointed out the new Philly, Philly Mag uh, came out with the top docs uh, issue. And, of course, he is in there. It's, it's, he doesn't have a feature, but he's right. listed in there as well. Of course the he is. Top uh, internal medicine doctors in Philadelphia, which, of course, he's the greatest doctor in the world as far as we're concerned. So, happy birthday, Dr. Mike. We love ya. And everybody's celebrating birthday today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is a picklehaub? Mm. 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we are going to go to Nancy to see if we can get an answer for this. All right. Hi, Nancy. Good morning, It. Good morning, morning it. it, Nancy. All right. What is a pickle haub, please? It's a, spike, a spiked leather helmet. Yes, a spiked Spike. helmet. Yes. Oh! It's the classic German spiked you know, World War One helmet huh. that you've seen before. And was the point of that spike to be used as a as a weapon at I, some point, it, or is it just a I would, goofy? I would yeah. run headfirst into things, yeah. Yeah. like a crazed unicorn. Um, so, Nancy, hang on the line. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Sarah Silverman Thursday, May 4th at the Met in Philadelphia. You can get tickets via Ticketmaster and uh, complete details at WMMR.com. By the way, Picklehaub. I like that. I want to get a Picklehaub. All right, so we're going to start with news about Bam Margera. As a manhunt continues for him, it's been revealed that the target of the Troubled Star's disturbing assault was his own brother, Jesse. Uh, Jess, so Pennsylvania State Police officials told TMZ that troopers responded to a report of disturbance around 11 a.m. on Sunday morning near uh, BAM's uh, Pocopson Township Castle. They call it Castle yeah. BAM, uh, where an alleged victim said that they got into a physical altercation with the 43-year-old and suffered minor injuries as a result. But when police arrived on the scene, BAM had already fled into a nearby wooded area and has not been located. According to a police report, Margera began to bang on his brother Jesse's bedroom door at 8 a.m. Sunday, leaving a disturbing note in his weight. And the note read, if you even effing think of calling the police on me, I will officially F you up. Uh, Jesse said he then went downstairs, found Bam peeing into the kitchen sink. Oh, no. At which point a fight allegedly broke out. Jesse said that he found uh, the note and walked downstairs to discover Bam. Already said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, already, it's printed twice here. I don't know why. Bam allegedly began to beat Jesse, striking him multiple times on his head, which Jesse uh, showed multiple visible injuries from. Uh, Jess claims that after the fight, Bam continued his rage, saying, I'll kill you. I'll put a bullet in your head. And he also said he would kill everyone else in the home, including uh, Phil and two unnamed women. Bam then fled into the woods behind the house. A warrant is now out for his arrest, charging him with four misdemeanor counts of terroristic threats with intent to terrorize another, one count of simple assault, and a final count of harassment while subjecting another to physical contact. And these charges come just weeks after he was arrested in California for public intoxication after he got into a shouting match with an unidentified woman at a Thai restaurant in Burbank. Uh, The video of that confrontation could be seen 
Uh, going, he could see, be seen going back into the restaurant and then out again after police had arrived. At an officer's request, he sat down on the ground in the parking lot, and although his conversation uh, couldn't be heard, he could be seen waving his arms about and gesticulating wildly. Wait, that wasn't his wife in that? Um... They said that um, uh, the arrest may have been preceded by some kind of family drama as Bam's estranged wife, Nikki, and their five-year-old child, Phoenix, were both in the restaurant at the time. Oh, okay. Earlier that month, Bam was also arrested on domestic violence charges after police in California responded to his home uh, where a woman claimed that he kicked her. The alleged victim was not named, but she was reportedly Bam's girlfriend, Jessica, and not his ex. It's unclear whether she is the victim. In the most recent case, and separately, he's being sued for threatening to use brass knuckles on a neighbor. We talked about that, that one too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel, this Card- is all within the course of a couple of months. Yeah. Daniel Cardenas claimed that uh, he wanted him to stop having quote very loud sex because Bam's girlfriend Jessica and her eight-year-old daughter could hear them. So pretty wild. Uh, we have a caller on the line. Yeah, Kathy, is this the guy we I'm, got the email from? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's the same guy or not. All right, let me go to Eric. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Hey, did you email Kathy about this? Yeah, it was a couple of days ago, I guess, right after the incident took place. I was uh, outside doing gardening with my two kids, and uh, I saw a very distraught Bam walk up on us. And was he clearly, uh, he looked like he'd uh, been in some kind of fight or some kind of altercation. His, his arms were all jacked up, and mm. he seemed like he was uh, he was pretty upset. Wow. Did you say anything to him, or did he say anything to you? Yeah, we talked for a little bit. Uh, uh, I, I offered him, like, uh, to use the phone. He used the, the cell phone to make a couple calls. I think it was his wife or his girl or whatever it was. Wow. And uh, and, and that was pretty much it. He hung out for, like, two minutes. I, he, he did ask me for a ride, but I was literally in the garden wearing Crocs with babies. So, I mean, I couldn't do nothing. Right, right. Uh, had you had you ever met Bam before? Were you passing acquaintances? Yeah, yeah, a couple I'm from Westchester, and I'm right. like a big Love Park skating alumni. So, I mean, I recognized him right away. Right. Wow. wow. And so he he definitely looked out of sorts. I mean, besides being... Yeah, you, you... I, I, he looked upset. Like, he had a he had an upset look on his face. Like, you, I could tell something went down. Yeah. Oh, man. And he didn't he didn't say anything about anything that had happened? He, he told me and my wife that he fell in the brandy wine, but he, he was kind of, like, not wet. So we we were kind of like after he left, we we're like that don't really add up too much. <laughs> okay, and then did he walk away or did somebody come by and pick him up? No, uh, he he actually I lived behind the railroad tracks on Brandywine, and he just he kind of walked down the tracks. And uh, after I made a call to his his wife or whatever, she was like coming. Uh, she put him on maps and figured out where he was and was coming to get him. I guess. I mean, last I heard. Oh wow! 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 Just out of the blue, they're, yeah, yeah, they're looking for him. So they, you know, well, yeah. so he said this was a couple of days ago. So this is yeah. not the person that I got the email from. This, the, the this guy was about ten in the morning. I, I'd say like, or maybe eleven. Like it was really early. Like I mean, I mean we ate breakfast and went outside. So it was yeah, not like even midday. So it happened. They were saying at eight a.m. is when it happened on Sunday. So that yeah. time wise, that yeah. that works out about right. He was probably just wandering around for a bit. Yeah, so, um, yeah so, I, I felt bad for the dude. He looked distraught. No, and we we, we all, you know, listen, there, there's clearly issues, whether he's bipolar or the meds that he needs to be on or, or just or, or stuff he needs to be off. Uh, but yeah, but here's here. a guy, like, we go back many years, and Bam has, we've had a good relationship with him. But what's happening now, you know, Steve-O really made a full-throated effort, um, you know, Eric, to jump in and try to correct that ship that is Bam right now, but... It's really dangerous now. I mean, he could yeah. end up doing something that will get him killed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah or, or, God forbid, kill someone else. Yeah. 
I mean, the way his hands looked, the medical attention alone, I mean, I hope he got some kind of attention because they, they didn't look good. They, they looked cut up? Oh, they were, he, he had sausage fingers. Like, they, they looked really bad. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. That's wild. All right, Eric, thanks for the heads up, man. Did you, Kathy, did you no have a question for him? All right. I love you guys. Man. I love thanks, you too, man. Appreciate it. Take care. No, I was just going to tell you about the email that I got. It wasn't from Eric. It was from somebody else. And it kind of, you know, along the lines of what he said, this guy was um, on a farm and he was putting his horse back. He had just gone out for a ride and he said this, you know, somebody had walked up. His clothes were torn. Uh, he said he was frantic, dirty. He told us that uh, this says that his brother-in-law had beaten him up and that his wife was going to kill him. Uh, the guy said that he directed him to sit in a chair and just kind of like take a breather. And then the guy said he pulled out his phone to call 911 to get him help. And Bam freaked out and said, don't call the police and like took off running. I feel, you know, people who can't, who don't have the ability to step back and do the math mm-hmm. and take a look at, I've had this happen, that happened, that happened, that happened. You know, the one after another, if if you can't pull back and take a, take a, a, a remote picture of the situation of what's going on and go, wow. It's me, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't, can't see. They're, I know. They're, they're I know. addicts. I and they, right. they, can't, they're, they are not in their right mind. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah. All those arrows. I, and I, I know people who are not addicts or any way close to what Bam is experiencing right now who just and never see that it. they're the flashpoint <laughs> for all the misery that's going on in their lives. So here he is. And again... We, we know that he has some sort of, of, of issue going on. I believe, I've heard bipolar mentioned a number of times. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, stuff like that isn't your fault. Failure to address it, failure to work hard at trying to correct it, that is. And I know, he like, he loves his son. Bam, we've Again, we've had this very good relationship with him for, for many years. And he's, you know, we, we, we've he's done things to support the show and back and forth. But this is this is a really dire situation that mm-hmm. uh, we hope. I mean, we're talking about does he need to be put into jail for a run mm-hmm. to really break him of this? But then he comes out; he's still got the 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 issues that he deals with uh, on a, on a mental uh, yeah. side. So I don't know. I don't know either. All right. Well, listen. We'll keep an eye on this story, obviously, and um, you know, see if uh, something good can come of it. I yeah. hope we'll see. All right. A couple other stories. Uh, while speaking with Entertainment Tonight recently, Nick Cannon shared how Jamie Foxx is doing after the Ray actor was hospitalized for a medical complication earlier this month. We still have no idea what it was, right? Now, Cannon said, "Man, I'm praying. You see, I posted on Instagram. I literally have been saying prayers out loud, words of affirmation for my big brother." Uh, he also revealed that he has something special planned for Fox. He said, I know he's doing so much better because I'm actually about to do something special for him uh, and doing him a favor. He said, I really can't say what it is, but it'll be out there soon. I was reluctant to go all the way there and even talk about it, but he gave me the blessing, so it's a beautiful thing. He's awake. Uh, they say he's alert. What the hell happened? So we love it. I don't know. If you're saying someone's awake Wake, and yeah. alert, finally, something serious happened, you know? So. They can't even say that about me. Yeah, right? Yeah. You're barely, barely, you're barely here. Breathing. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's been an eventful couple of days for Pete Davidson after making some headlines for shoving an overzealous fan at Madison Square Garden while attending a basketball game on Sunday. Uh, Davidson could now be facing some legal trouble, albeit for a different matter. On Monday, TMZ reported Beverly Hills Police uh, recently wrapped its investigation into a car crash involving Davidson on March 4th. Remember that? Yep, the 29-year-old was driving his Mercedes at a high speed when he hopped a curb, knocked down a fire hydrant, and struck the side of a Beverly Hills home. Uh, his girlfriend and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies co-star Chase Sue Wonders uh, was in the passenger seat. Almost two months later, case is now being reviewed by the district attorney's office for potential criminal charges. 
Uh, while the DA typically handles felony charges, they look at misdemeanor cases in Beverly Hills. So uh-huh. it's nothing. It's not a big, big thing, but you don't know. So, uh, are they talking death penalty? Not talking uh, okay. death penalty not, okay. at all. No, they're just going to cut off his pinky finger. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so no, like the yakuza. So as of now, law enforcement hasn't specified what the star could possibly be charged with. Although, given the facts of the mishap, it seems like reckless driving and property damage. Well, it wasn't good driving. Could be on the table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's going to be hosting SNL on May six. I assume he will mention some things like that. Have you seen the Taco Bell commercials uh-huh. with him? They're they're, they're really oh. not funny. No, they're, they're not. They're really bad. They're really, it's not. sort of like a he set up a sort of talk show. And he's got a co-host behind the right. counter, and she's, like, not in on the joke. Right. And it's, it's yeah. not good. It's not good. Uh, James Corden, uh, he is uh, wrapping up things at the top of his game, leaving his show and the country. The 44-year-old is signing off and returning to London. That's in England. Uh, he said, I'll, I'll all be gobsmacked and amazed. Uh, this was part of my life, but my wife and I always knew this uh, that this was an adventure and not a final destination. I said, more than anything, I'm just going to miss my friends that I've made here at the show. I'm going to miss the feeling of coming into this office every day, knowing that someone's going to make me laugh. By the way, he was virtually unknown in the U.S. Uh, he was a familiar face in England on the screen and stage. Mostly he was a comedy actor. Uh, he had success in London's West End. It brought, to him, it brought him to Broadway, where he won a Tony Award for Best Actor in a Play for One Man, Two Governors. That led to a pitch meeting with CBS executives in Hollywood. He had a sitcom. They wanted it, uh, and he turned them down. He said, the more I lived with it and thought about it, I thought very unlikely this will work on an American network. But then they started talking casually about the hour after Stephen Colbert's show. And he said, I said, you know, I think you've got an opportunity to have an hour there that embraces the Internet, make a show that launches at 1237, but people consume and watch all day because that's how that audience uh, audiences are consuming their content now. <clears throat> Your traditional 1230 audience, they're still watching. They're just watching it in a different way. And to the surprise of him, CBS offered him the show. It is pretty wild that they gave what is a... Even though those shows do not yield a big audience, mm-hmm. they're prestige. Yeah. So the fact that they offered him that show is pretty wild. And also it gets people talking yeah. a little bit about, you know, the little moments like carpool karaoke, uh, which we're going to play a clip of from last night. Um, but uh, since night one, he transformed a the regular format. The the couch and desk remained, but the guests appeared together. The segments that made it more a viral variety show than anything else. So he had uh, the final one with Adele. Right, Adele, who is a dear friend of his, apparently. Yep, and so we have a couple of clips yes. from that. So here we go. This is uh, him talking about uh, moving back to England. Oh, there you go. Okay. This is the last call. <laughs> <laughs> I can going to do. It's a lot. What will you miss the most about the show? I think I underestimated how many friends I'd make doing mm-hmm. it. And it's like a family. And I'm really going to miss Los Angeles. Yeah. But it, I'm just so certain that it's time for us as a family, mm-hmm. with people getting older and people that we miss, it's just, it's time to, uh, it's time to go home. By the way, little known fact, um, they're not driving when yeah. they're in this vehicle. They're yeah, being they've got towed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Adele uh, says that James actually inspired one of her songs. Yes. Here we go. Uh, wait, <laughs> I don't know. Is that... Uh, I drink okay, wine? Okay, okay. That, that's... We're ready. I All know right. things and I drink wine. Here we go. This is the last call. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same clip we just played. Yeah, uh, but really listen to it this time. Uh, yeah, but it's labeled that way, so... I can't going to do. Okay, so... We'll have to get back to that one. All right, then we'll play the one where they get very emotional. Yeah. How about that? 
It's blown my mind that you've done this for me. You're one of my best friends and, in the whole world. And you are mine. <laughs> I'm going to miss you I so love much. you. And you, we have had the best times here. And, oh, my uh, God, we really have. Our <laughs> friendship I and know. our family's friendship is absolutely <laughs> not... It has nothing to do with distance. I know. And time. I'm just not ready to come back yet, otherwise I would come back with you. Pull over here so I can give you a hug. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you too. Aww. Think, uh, that's a good friend there. No, yeah. Crying like a, crying like a, like a bitch. <laughs> she said that's her best friend in the whole world? Yeah. Well, yeah. They're that close. Yeah. Well, wow. it had been Carrot Top, but they had a falling out. <laughs> and who was there? James, James Gordon. Gordon. Uh, that's, in yeah. time, when, listen, when, as they say, when things go asunder with Carrot Top, you need someone you can trust. Yeah. Yep. You can run into the arms of someone like James Gordon. So what, what Gordon did is he, he ran um, the uh, his show like uh, the old style um, Tonight Show and a lot of the British chat shows do what they, what they call paneling. Yes. Where the guests come out and stay out. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yep. And that's, you know, but I think they should bring Craig Ferguson back. Uh, he was great. He, he was, was terrific. I really enjoyed him. All right, this is the clip we were missing. Oh, we have it. Here we go. Now, I don't know how much you want to... We'd have to talk a lot about it, but the first verse of this song was inspired by a conversation that you and I had had, that you and Jules and the kids were so integral in looking after me and Angela and making sure that I didn't... I remember you used to do it with humour as well. You used to be like, good luck with that one, like, you know, in any, like, sort of thing that I was pursuing and stuff like that, and then... You were like an, always an adult to me. Like, you and Judy are very much... And you would always give me this advice. And then I remember I said to you on the way home, I said, what's wrong? I was like, you, was, you just seemed down. And you let it all out to me. And you just... You didn't feel stronger. And we were having, a, what, a six-hour conversation about it? It was like the whole way home. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the song I drank wine. <laughs> okay. So, anyway... Uh, Why do they talk like that? Apparently, she, he, he talk inspired like her Americans to write this song. Uh, and when he was asked why leave now, he said, "Well, we really want our children to experience life in London because, of course, he grew up there." So. And he was always candid. He, they, yeah. the, the plan was to return back to England, but uh, now let's uh, let's see what they do with this slot. Uh, yeah. You know what? I wonder if, depending on the way they go, if they go in a, in a completely different direction and don't do a talk show at all. The one that he did, the carpool karaoke with uh, Paul McCartney, it was my favorite, and I've watched it uh, several times. It's it's like a half hour long. They, there's an extended version on YouTube, and it's it's really touching. Is that when they end up going to the pub? It is. And that is outstanding. Yeah, and James starts telling a story about how his grandfather used to sing Beatles songs to him, yep. and, and it's it's touching to Paul. Don't they go to his old house? Uh, they do. Yeah, they, go, they, they spend yep. time in Liverpool. They're yep. driving around the streets in Liverpool. It's it's excellent. They go to, they go to a pub in Liverpool, and they have a, the stage has a... a, a a cart, a curtain across it, and uh, Corden goes up to him. He goes, "Can you go put a Beatles song on the uh, on the jukebox?" And yeah. the girl goes over and pushes the button. The, the curtain opens up, and there is Paul. <laughs> it's Paul, and they start playing. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then Paul does a show. He does like yeah. five or six songs, and uh, yeah, it's just it's fantastic. It was amazing. So I do agree with you. Imagine that just by. The power just simply by being in the room, you can bring joy to people. Oh, man. Uh, with us, it's more like, are you guys ready to go? Yeah. yeah. All right, so I have a couple of other things. Uh, let's go to this one. According to Deadline, opening statements were delivered in Danny Masterson's rape retrial yesterday. The case is about a forcible rape of three women, the Los Angeles Deputy District Attorney Reinald Mueller said. Uh, and they said, he said the evidence will show they were drugged. Uh, the That 70 Star has pleaded not guilty to the charges. His first trial was declared a mistrial in November. 
Uh, Leah Remini was also in attendance yesterday because she is a uh, percipient witness to certain conversations, according to attorney Sean Holly. Masterson and all three of his accusers uh, members of the Church of Scientology when the alleged assaults happened. Uh, following the mistrial last year, Remini, a former Scientologist, released a statement on Twitter that read in part, Scientology and its evil leader, David Miscavige, obstructed justice and participated in a conspiracy to cover up these crimes. They have done this many other times in cases of rape and other sexual misconduct. Scientology should be a co-defendant in the subsequent trial. I think Masterson's initial mistake was calling Bill Cosby as a character witness. No, oh, That's yeah. not going to look good. <laughs> not looking good. I What's thought, wrong with some drugs down then? I thought this was an interesting story. Nicolas Cage did what he had to to pay off debt, even if the movie was crummy. Uh, the face-off actor told 60 Minutes in an interview uh, that was released on Sunday. He said, I was over-invested in real estate. Uh, the market crashed. I couldn't get out in time. I paid them all back. But it was about $6 million. I never filed for bankruptcy. He said, work was always my guardian angel. I may not have, it may not have been blue chip, but it was still work. Even if the movie ultimately is crummy, they know that I'm not phoning it in, that I care every time. So he, he was taking on roles that were just essentially getting him some cash. Even his crummy movies. Uh, he, as long as he's Nicolas Cage in the movie, that's all that matters. Yep. Uh, let's see here. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Gabrielle Union is set to star in and executive produce Pretty Little Wife, a thriller from a Studios and Amazon Studios. Uh, the series is based on Darby Kane's novel of the same name. The show's been described as a cat-and-mouse thriller with a pulpy edge and some sexy soap. Ooh, pulpy. That centers around <laughs> soap. Two brilliant and very different black women. Lily, who Lily. is played by Union. Uh, the Pretty Little Wife suspected of murdering her husband. And Ginny, the detective on the case. Upon entering each other's lives, they begin to crack open each other's facade, their facade. The facade? Uh, to reveal what really lies beneath. So that is her next project. And then one more story, and then we'll move on to the clips. Oh, I had mentioned um, Renee Zellweger. Yes, what about her? On Sunday, what is she up to? On Sunday, well, it's her birthday today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aunt Anstead shared a post to Instagram celebrating his two-year anniversary. <gasps> two years. With Renee Zellweger. They said it wouldn't last. Came with photos of the pair holding hands and kissing. And the Wheeler Dealers host wrote... I love you 3,000. No, he wrote uh, two years of magic. Who's he again? He's from one of those home improvement shows. Yeah. Wheeler Dealers. Yeah, it's, uh, no, I think it's a car one. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, I thought it was Carver Darbers. And then, uh, <laughs> but he was with the chick uh, Christina Hawk from uh, uh, the whatever Flipper Flop. Yes. So she was the home. Fight, they're on fight or flight. I don't know. I like Carver Darbers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a hit. So you just want to check it out to see what it was about. Carver Darbers. What is that even about? Do they work on cars or something? Darbers. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> we're just trying to rhyme here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Just Get on my back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're ready for clips now. Yeah. 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 Flipper dippers. <laughs> yeah. That's all you have to yeah. do. The, let's, let's stop trying to have the second word mean something. Yeah. All right, Steve, you're going to enjoy this. Yeah. The horror thriller series From. From. He loves this show. Uh, yes, love He's it. Back for their second season. And in this clip, Harold Perrineau talks about his claustrophobia during filming the show. I can really get to experience like, oh, I don't know where I am. Like, I, I, I don't know how to 
Like I have no room to even open my hands. Like this is scary. That was really helpful. And that's how I tried to do it. Like I tried to feel what it really was like to, cause I don't like it. I don't like it at all. From season two is available now on MGM plus. I'm going to recommend this robustly, especially if you're a Stephen King fan. We had Harold Pirino on the show he was on Lost, and I made specific uh, mention of Lost and how many were dissatisfied with the way it wrapped up. He says this this will not do that, uh, but it is, Preston, you would feel right at home with Stephen King-style stuff. Right. Uh, and the, the conceit and the way they execute things is really well done. There are these creatures that come out at night, and they can look like people you know. And they can they they can seduce you with you thinking you recognize them. Right. This town they can't. All these things are in this really cool thing, and they're building and building and building. And as long as they answer the questions at the end, I'll be happy. If they don't, right. I will kill them all. Yeah, because <laughs> you said it's it, they're starting to feel like those those open ended questions. Yes, and uh, yes, yeah, you want some closure, I'm sure. All right, next clip. Here we go. Beautiful Disaster tells the tumultuous story of forbidden love. Forbidden. And, and here, star Virginia Gardner talks about her connection with co-star Dylan Sprouse. Well, what was so funny is that we've actually known each other for a long time. So we met at a Halloween party many, many, many years ago. He witnessed me do my first and only keg stand. Uh, and kind of from then on, we, we didn't see each other for a long time and we reunited on this and we became fast friends and there's a lot of trust and professionalism between the two of us. Oh, shut up, woman. I don't know why the love is forbidden in this particular story. It's so I forbidden. I don't know what the story is here. So, uh, But Beautiful Disaster is in theaters now. Oh. You want to check it out? What? Cole Sprouse plays bad boy Travis. Bad boy. Oh, oh, he's yeah. such a bad well, I thought you he's said Dylan a bad boy. Is it Cole or Dylan? Um, did I say? Uh, I think I said the wrong thing, Case. You did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so Dylan Sprouse plays bad boy Travis. Okay. so bad. Do you remember that song from Gloria Stefan? Bad, 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 bad boys. You make, make me feel so good. Mm-hmm. I do Here's remember our, that. Our sing-along moment for the day. All right, and that's the entertainment report for you this morning. We're going to take a break. We're going to have comedian Greg Warren on the show later on today. We have your chance to win $1,000 coming up in less than an hour. It's 8 a.m. that you want to be tuned in to get MMR's concert cash keyword. We'll do it again at 10, but let's focus on 8 for now. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Finally, MM Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown, Billy Idol, Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, plus special guests Aaron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven. MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77. And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Steve sent over this clip and I want to play it now because we only get one day to do it. Uh, on April 25th, so let me just play this. Here we go. Cheryl Frazier. 
from Rhode Island. Describe your perfect date. It's a tough one. <laughs> I'd have to say April 25th. Because it's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that movie. Oh, you yeah. do. No, that's great, yeah. yeah. It's cute. It's cute. And, and Shatner is the uh, MC. Yeah. And she's adorable. The, yeah. the gal that uh, that plays that character. So, yeah. You just need a light jacket. It's become a thing now. Uh, April 25th. Yeah. So, I, you know what? I wore a light jacket today. Oh, I did. did you? Yeah. I wore Perfect. my Deadpool hoodie. Oh, that's kind of a light jacket. And I just, it just grabbed it. it you know, it was at Universal, and it was only sixty-five dollars. That's, that's it. All. Oh my God, that's wow. so great. What a deal. Hey, uh, I wanted to go back to a story that we had in the entertainment reports all over the news right now. Uh, Bam Margera had this uh, moment on Sunday. Uh, he got in an altercation with his brother. Uh, Jesse, um, he is, uh, and he just left. He, we, we took a call from this guy, Eric, earlier, uh, who said that he saw, bam, he lives in the area and saw him that morning, uh, looking all disheveled, wandering around, let him use his phone, and then he had, like, headed down the railroad tracks. Right. He like, said, you know, falling into the, into the brandy wine, but he's clearly is in and out of the woods there. Yeah. So know? police are looking for him. Yeah. Like, he's been missing for a couple of days now. Everyone's concerned. Yeah. So, but it led us to a conversation off air about uh, people that are essentially on the lamb, on the run, or think they're on the lamb. <laughs> right. Uh, which yeah. is what happened to a friend of Nick's, <laughs> apparently, one time. Yeah, listen. Uh, I'm and not if gonna... you have stories, stories to share, feel free, 215-263-WMMR to give us a call. I'll preface this by saying uh, we were in college, alcohol was involved, uh, uh-huh. we weren't very smart at the time, and if you went to college with me, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but it rhymes with Ryan Malsh. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> we, uh, Ryan had been drinking excessive amounts, and he thought it'd be funny to uh, slash tires oh. at about oh, uh, 2.30 no. in the morning. All right. And so he grabbed a a, a butcher knife out of the uh, oh the kitchen and, and went out and did that to like three or four cars of friends. And, uh, and of then, friends? Of friends, yeah. It was a real dick move. Mind you, he's already amped up from listening to We've Got Tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the party had been going strong, Steve. And so it was time to get out and, and uh, slash some tires. So he did that and then it realized that, that he had done a terrible thing and that he was, then he thought that the cops were going to be after him. So there was there was a, a relatively small creek near our house um, uh, wait, where we lived. Can I, can I ask before we get to that yes. part? Did someone tell them tell him that they had called the cops or did he just get it well, in his mind that... So uh, they were coming after him. So, uh, Ryan Mulsh slashed the tires because he thought that it made a cool sound. And, it and, actually does, but right. you shouldn't do it anyway. So then he decided, um, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Um, I think I'm going to get in trouble. I think he sort of had that alcoholic uh, perspective pressing where uh, you know paranoia started yeah. to set in okay. or whatever. So um, so then he thought that the cops were going to be after him. And I, this was all around 2.33 in the morning. And he, he decided that he needed to get away from the cops. So he sprinted across a creek because he was afraid that the bloodhounds were going to be after him. <laughs> he, could, he could elude the bloodhounds because exactly. they couldn't follow the scent. So yeah. he went downstream. The trail goes cold. <gasps> trail goes cold and then he, he so he comes out of this <laughs> creek bed completely was, covered in mud. Was he was it was oh, it like a God. spreading pepper behind him too? Yeah. Like yeah. Cool Hand Luke? He was just uh, doing everything he could to evade the um, p- police that he thought were chasing after him. <laughs> then of course... And, 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 Get no, the hell! 
house. Right. And we got a tire slasher. Ended up passing out on the, you know, on the couch in the fraternity house or whatever. But anyway, uh, never got caught. He owned up to it and paid for everybody's, uh, d- all the damage that he had caused, which is <laughs> oh the right God. move to make. So he was, a, he was the fugitive. He yeah. just thought. No, he, was, he thought on the lamb. I want a hard target search. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh Every my. hen house, outhouse, and doghouse in that area. Frat house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at, at what point did he come back covered in mud? Was it was it daylight by the time he got back? No, I think it was about okay. three thirty, and um, and he passed out on the couch. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he decided that he probably needed to uh, um, eliminate the weapon. Uh, because he didn't want that to be used as evidence against, against him. So oh, no. did he acid off his fingerprints? No, but he tucked oh tucked the rock. I mean, uh, under a rock in the creek bed. <laughs> like Ryan, uh, we know where this is. I oh tell you what. God. I mean, uh, do you think you could? Uh, no, no. Yeah, no. I my my uh, my anxiety, my paranoia, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that <laughs> stuff would weigh on me way too heavily, and I would never be able to be. Um, no, I would I would constantly be scared and and uh, and concerned. And I, I, would I have the ability, like a network of people that could you know move me around underground or something like that? I don't know. Uh, would I have any like cash at my disposal so I'm not no. leaving a you know a credit card trail or anything like that? Because you have to do that. Uh, yeah, you know the the, the bloodhounds are after you. Right, you got to make sure. Do you have, I, when you just said that, though, like the, the people that would help, like I have the one person where, where there'd be no questions. Like I'd be like, I need to hide. She'd be like, all right, great. I got, I have a bunker for you. <laughs> yeah, the the saying is a, a real friend, will, uh, a friend will help you move. A real friend will help you move a body. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. That's what I say. Like with Claire, I, my wife, I say, if I walk into a room and she's the, she's got an axe in her hand and there's dissected <laughs> but, bodies. Right. Hun, clean up. We got to get the car. We gotta go. We gotta go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know, but I know I love you. So uh, yeah, like the person, the yeah. last questions later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what happened with that? <laughs> I guess I, yeah. I guess I do have a friend that I could probably, if if things went south, that that they might do me a solid. But then again, you are. You know they're aiding and abetting. <laughs> they are. They're culpable. <laughs> I. But you, you take <sighs> for a, for a show. You do it. I'm sure. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hit. well, it depends. <laughs> and then at what point does it become like movie cool where you're like on the limb? Um, yeah, right? Yeah, because well, Bonnie and Clyde was on over the weekend, so I was watching that. But, but I mean, I am like you, Preston. I, not only would I not be able to do it, I would go down to the police precinct. Yeah, yeah, turn myself. What are you looking? <laughs> I did all of the crimes you're looking for. Yeah. I, would, I would cop to crimes I did not even do. Yeah. I feel so paranoid standing in line at the airport. Yeah. Like, I am sure I'm a criminal. There's heroin on me. Yeah, <laughs> they're bombing here somewhere. I, 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 my my inspection sticker becomes due. I, 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 suddenly, I feel like I'm Clyde Barrow, like like I'm I'm the Unabomber. Yeah, yeah. I had a, we had a friend. Um, actually, he's been here before. Chet. Uh, yeah. One time was uh, <laughs> he didn't know it, but he had a bench warrant out for him for what and got pulled over i don't know failure to appear for okay. some that happens all the time or something yeah. like yeah. that some, something minor but he got pulled over and they're like we have a warrant for your arrest he's like what Man. you got to be kidding me and did a, 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 what do you do with that well point? you know what at one point i think maybe i don't know if it was the same incident or not but he and my buddy Steve, they were with, there were a couple of girls in their car, and Chet was driving, and they were near my neighborhood, and they were about to get pulled over. Chet pulls in my driveway, oh, no. my driveway, 
got out of the car and ran from the police <laughs> through to another neighborhood. Now, I don't right. remember how that ended because we have so many freaking stories in my group of friends that I can't remember. The how bombs that are ended. in this house. But he left. He left the car parked in my driveway. Oh, wow. You don't do that. Off. You, yes, you don't do you that. You don't do that. You were that friend for him. I got I, I got it. You, you didn't even have a say in it. He uh, didn't I, say, but here, hide your car in my house. Yeah, I mean, he, did, he didn't come into the house. I would have said, dude's over here, man. Yeah. I would have <laughs> given shut up. You're like Henry Hill. Hide this gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to admit, I was turned on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some calls. Uh, if you have some stories to share, 215-263-WMMR, being on the lam, thinking you're on the lam. Uh, maybe not having a warrant out and you found out you were, and what do you do then? Or you just own a lamb. That too, yeah. if you own a lamb, if you put mint, <laughs> jelly, uh, mint, uh, mint jelly on a lamb. We'll go to Sean. Sean, good morning. Morning, how you doing, guys? Good, what's up, bud? Hey, so I have a crazy story. I used to be in the mortgage industry and worked for Countrywide. Okay. The big mortgage banker. Yep. And uh, back in the early 2000s, I hear that one of my mortgage brokers possibly is now on the FBI's 10 most wanted list. Oh, wow. And this was a guy who I had as a client for like a few years, got to know, played some golf with, had beers with, seemed like the nicest dude in the entire world. Wow. So apparently this guy, his wife had a restraining order against him. He takes out a full-size ad in the Reading Eagle newspaper with her wedding photo saying now and forever. That okay. same day, he drains all the company bank accounts. Oh, my God. He waits in downtown Reading and apparently assassinates basically his wife. Oh, my Jesus. God. Flees, flees. They find his car like months later at like JFK Airport long-term parking. I tried calling his cell phone because I'm like, this can't be the same dude. I know it just uh-huh. has to be the same name. Yellow. <laughs> He's taking calls. Right. FBI never reaches out to me or anything like that, so I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> Come to find out, I'm like, oh, my God, I look at America's Most Wanted, and there's the guy's picture. Wow. They, he's on the lam for seven years, finally, living under an assumed name in, like, Sicily before he's captured by <gasps> U.S. Marshals. Fled the country. Wow. Fled the country. Wow. So, so, I, so, um, so they finally caught him. I assume he's in jail now, correct? Yeah, he's in jail now, obviously. I would assume for life, you know, based on the, the homicide charge. But uh, well, yeah. you know, I'm not trying yeah, to give. It was like, go ahead. I, I couldn't believe that this guy, who you know, I played golf with numerous times, had beers with. Yeah, seemed like the nicest guy in the world. Just I guess people can run. Nice they way. can run two tabs mentally. They can do. They can conduct a normal life, and then the real sociopaths can can have a whole other identity going that they're working simultaneously. I wonder, Preston, if so. And we're not trying to give a how-to to people who are going to do crimes. But no, no. Does, it, yeah. does it make more sense Thanks, to, to stay in the country or oh, no. to flee oh. the country? Uh, flee the country to a country that doesn't have extradition. Extradition, right. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. you'd have to... Is is it... Well, getting there and, and then having life there, mm-hmm. you, you've got to make plans and you have to have resources in order to do something Kathy, in like your that. previous life when you were an assassin. <laughs> right. So I, when um, we were on, I went to senior week in Cancun, right? Most of the kids uh, that I graduated with went down the shore. And uh, so when I came back from senior week, I found out that actually it was a close friend of mine stole a car. 
In Cancun? And, and no, oh. down the shore. Okay. Yeah, cause, so I wasn't there. Uh, you know, it was, it was in a shore town, and somebody had left their Volkswagen thing. You remember the remember thing? Remember the totally, thing? Yeah. yeah. Running in like a Wawa parking lot, and this guy and somebody else decided to hop in the driver's seat and passenger seat and take off, and like, and then they 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 drove off, and I don't think was they, the intent a joyride or a theft? Well, it was. Here's the deal: it it's a theft. The second you hop in the car and you drive, right. I, the, the attempt you know, was long, a joyride. Right. I think once they were driving away. For, fortunately, it was a very inconspicuous car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a thing. Oh, yeah. It's one of the weirdest things ever. One of the most strange looking hey, vehicles where'd you get that? ever seen, by the way. Now, here's the deal. They yeah. never they never got caught, right? Okay. Let's so, do the Oscar Mayer Wiener movie. If yeah. anybody listening right now has either had a Volkswagen thing or knows somebody who had a Volkswagen thing stolen from them down the shore, I know who it was. Uh, but, uh, so this guy, they, they ended up ditching the car. They didn't like, like, uh, you know, <laughs> drive it into the bay and right. take off. But he ended up, because he knew he was going to be in trouble, ended up running the beach, like, uh, all the way, you know, like, so he went short towns away to, to escape, like, you know what I mean? So on like, foot, so he ran down the beach, you're saying. So he ran away. F- like, for miles and okay. miles and miles Ended and up miles. in Tampa. Ended up in Tampa. You know uh, what? I don't know if he was going south or north. I assume okay. he was going headed headed north, but at a certain point... W- were they, in fact, searching for him? Well, they were searching for whoever yeah, stole yeah. the car, but, like, uh, as far as I know, they never caught him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Until this morning. And well, he's a cop now, but... I, I'd gotten a text. I was checking that. Where where was he? Uh, the... I don't even know if I want to say the name of the short town. Okay, where they found the, the, yeah. the thing? Yeah, it was... Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of it, but the name Just of the Just give us his name and where he lives. Rhymes with P.L. Pity. You know? <laughs> 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 and so he just left it on the street somewhere? I think he left it on the street. Okay. Like, again, I, this is what I came back to. For, you know, just the stories. Somebody that I, took my car one time. What? I left it. I was at, out in front of a party at somebody's house I didn't know. Was, oh, I was a teenager, and I left the car running just to run back in and grab something real quick. And somebody drove down the street in my car. Bastards. Uh, pissed me off. And yeah. technically, they stole my car. Yes. Yes, you know? they did. It's a, it's a theft. I got it back, but... Uh, You're supposed to say, may I drive your car. Right. So he was he was on the lamb for he was a on moment the, there. Yep. Wow. Uh, let me go to some other calls. I have uh, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. What's up, Vicky? Well, my back in the early 90s, my teenage daughter and her girlfriend ran away from home. Okay. And being the crazy mama that I am, and the fact that we were in Philadelphia, where the parks are only a few blocks, it only takes up a few blocks. Mm-hmm. Well, here they were hiding in the park, and every helicopter that went over, every sound they heard, they thought it was me that had the FBI oh police out looking for them. They were freaking out. And eventually, I did drive through that park. Your mother is looking for you. 250. <laughs> And uh, they saw the F-250 coming through and saw me. And, uh, well, we eventually found them hiding at their cousin's house, which is bizarre because it's family. Of course we were going to find them. Right. You know. 
Right. They really thought that I had the FBI flying helicopters <laughs> over that little park looking for well, them. Well, that's good, actually. Yeah. So they yeah. thought they, they felt like they were on the run from the oh, feds. Yeah, they didn't just feel like she like made made a huge mistake by doing that to her mom <laughs> oh, because man. I went and got the FBI after her. Well, Vicky, she that's doesn't good. know that, and as Nick's friend, they first break out the bloodhounds right. and then the helicopters. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Right. Thanks, Vicky. Say, she, she never ran away again. There sure, yeah. Appreciate it. Take care. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, I'm going to go next to Joy. This sounds interesting. Hi, Joy. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Good. What's up, Joy? I had my second child in 1985, and my doctor was a little weird, but nice guy. Two weeks after my daughter was born, I get a phone call from him. His wife is turning, his ex-wife is turning him into the IRS, and I had two hours to come down, get my records, or he was going to burn them, and I wouldn't be able to have them. You get a call from your gynecologist. He tells you you have to come down within two hours, or he will burn your medical records. He's destroying records so the IRS doesn't get their hands on them. Oh, yeah, I had to get my two-year-old and my two-week-old into the car and drive all the way down to Washington Township within two hours to get my records so that I had them. Because I have, like, a long, extensive medical history, not okay. by choice. All right. And I was like, holy crap, i got to have these records. So Wait, that's what I did. So this guy is, is, is apparently doing something really bad and wrong, so much so that they, the IRS is going to, I guess, come in and seize his oh, records. Yeah. I, he probably didn't pay a dime in taxes or something. Right. Uh-huh. But yet he cares enough to make sure you have your medical records before he burns them. Yeah, I did appreciate that. That was, you know, I got that stuff back. That's insane how people prioritize. Now, Joy, when you went there and you got the records, was he there? No, one of the office staff was there and you walked up and they literally just threw this big manila envelope in your hand. And that was it. There were two piles, Preston. Yeah. To keep, to burn. Right. Mm -hmm. Apparently. Oh, that's crazy. That's hilarious. Appreciate it. By the way, somebody texted in and said there's no way. That who's Lou doesn't call in during this segment. <laughs> he has to have a story. He has to have a story oh, yeah, yeah. of being on the run for the law, from the law, or knowing someone who's on the run from the law, or hiding someone who is on the run, or something like that. And we haven't heard from Lou in a little while. Uh, let's see. I have uh, Patrick, uh, who's up next. Hi, Patrick. You're on the air. Good morning. Guys, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I actually live down in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm a Philly native. Um, I used to live in Georgia when I moved down here, and I had gotten pulled over in 2016 for my headlight being out, and then they found out my registration was out because I didn't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, the sheriff told me they were like, "Hey, just go get your insurance done, get your registration, and pay this $200 ticket." Well, I did the registration, did the insurance the next day. I forgot the $200 ticket that was sitting at the courthouse, and I failed to appear. Skip to 2019, uh, I had completely forgot about it, didn't even know it existed, and I got pulled over one night after a movie. Now, mind you, I was a correctional officer down here, uh, so I get pulled over, and uh, they were like, okay, license registration, I showed my badge, like, oh, okay, you work for, you know, so-and-so. I was like, yeah, and so they were like, all right, I'm just going to run your license. So they run it, they come back, and they were like, so 
how'd you get this job? I was like, I don't know. I applied. They're like, well, how'd you pass the background check? I was like, I don't know. He's like, you got a warrant out for your arrest right now. I was like, what? And they had to arrest me that night. They had to arrest you. Yeah. And what did that, what did that end up doing for your job, Patrick? Uh, they, my, the warden of the correctional, the, the correctional center actually like cussed out the, the, Hamilton County for keeping me there for five days. He was like, why are you having one of my officers over there for five days? He, he completely defended me. So they kept, they kept you for five days? Yeah, because they couldn't get me in front of a judge. Then I got pulled over on Thursday, and I couldn't get in front of, of a judge That's until crazy. Monday. Oh, man. Dude. Yeah. And, yeah. and so so no chance of, of bail if that happens then? You know, because technically I was a fugitive because I was living in Tennessee with a warrant in Georgia. Oh, oh holy crap. Yeah. Wow. I forget. So, yeah. so in a case like that, so like the, the story that we heard before, like uh, you, you're driving and you have a bench warrant against you. Yeah. Is that it? Are you arrested with a standard procedure or protocol be to arrest someone at that point? Or is it like a warning you better take care of this? Um, honestly, I don't know much about bench warrants. Uh, I think they do arrest on site, but there is possibility that you get like you get right in front of a judge just to take care of it. Um, this was more sensitive because I was living in Tennessee, right? And technically, I was a fugitive, <laughs> so it was more. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, that would so, suck, man. I, I I would I would I would fold so quickly. I again, I you know, Preston, you yeah. uh, thanks, Pat. You hear anything like warrant or anything like that, or, yeah. or you know, even if they say you're naughty, I'd buckle. Hey, look who's on the phone line. Ah, I believe we have Lou. Let me go to him. Hey, Lou. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right, Lou. We had some people text in saying that you would have to have a story. Uh, we were talking about uh, Bam Margera uh, being on the run right now. The, the the state police are looking for him, and he's he's essentially on the lam right now. You have any stories that that fall in line with that? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it you? You or someone else? No, it was myself. Oh man, what happened? Well, I had I had gotten in trouble a while back. I think when I did my segment with you guys, I, I told you I did four months for uh, I was awaiting trial. Yep. And when I got out, I got uh, I did uh, about four or five months later, I got in trouble again, and I did not want to do that over again. Mm. So what do I decide? And I was also on bail. So what I also uh, decided to do was me and my girlfriend hopped the bus to San Francisco. Ah. And all the while I'm out there and I'm working at this car lot thinking that, you know, because I used to watch that Bondsman show on, on television. Yeah. And I'm saying, watch this guy pull in here. You, you, you're talking about Dwayne Jog Chapman? Yeah, yeah. Jog Chapman. Right, yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, the bail wasn't so high. The guy's going to run cross country to get me. <laughs> but still, I always, every time I see a car come in, I'm looking, I'm looking. So it's definitely <laughs> not a fun thing. When you, <laughs> yeah. So that's what we were. That's what we were wondering about. What it's like when you're when you're looking over your shoulders sure. all the time. I tell you, I tell you what, it kept me out of trouble. Okay. It kept me out because I did not want to bring my, uh, my Rhode Island self to California. So I left that back there. Wow! I was scared to death to do anything wrong. So, yeah. so like like living on the lamb like that, where your con- your head's on a on a swivel, and you don't know. <sighs> 
when your yeah. when your time is coming, that was enough to finally make you go, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm out. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm this, uh, it, I, what, I parked my car behind the restaurant and took off. I mean, uh, that was it. My family was looking for me. They were uh, a lot of people looking for me. Uh, what what uh, Lou's saying kind of reminds me of uh, that character Joey in uh, History of Violence. Remember, yes. he, said, he said, "I left. I'm not him anymore. I'm not I, him. I, I left him. I went to the desert." And he yeah. said, "I killed him," meaning him himself. Right. He, he brought on a new personality and was a different uh, different person. Love that movie. All right, what what ended up uh, coming of that whole thing, Lou? I eventually uh, came back. I mean, I was gone for like five or six years. And yeah, you went to Hawaii for a while, right? Yeah, I went to Hawaii while I was on the run still. Yeah. And, um, in fact, I had to get a job at Honolulu Airport because I was an airport greeter at one time when I did get off the beach to get a job. And I had to use my father's Social Security number. Oh, my God. You got to write a book, Lou. You you really need to write these stories down. Yes. There are so so many of them. You were a greeter? Were you, like, uh, handing out lays to people? Or what were you doing? Well, no. I I briefed the airplane. and I used Aloha. And, and tell people you know, on behalf of Sun Trips of California and Hawaiian <laughs> I tours here in Hawaii, I'd like to welcome you all to the Hawaiian Islands with a big aloha. <laughs> welcome to the exotic <laughs> islands of Hawaii. Yeah. You'll see things like volcanoes. Um, so, Lou, Lou, but uh, so you're on the run, but your your job is greeting people. That had to be yeah, right. It puts you in front, in front of, of people. people. Oh, yeah. I figured I was so far away at that point, 5,000 miles away from Rhode Island, nobody's going to recognize me down there. Yeah. But, wow. But, but a lot of people got off that plane, and I know they looked at each other, and I overheard, like, a husband or a wife telling a husband, I can't believe we flew two, 3,000 miles to get greeted by a guy with a New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's not really the spirit of Hawaii. Uh-uh. I want to go to Hawaii, Lou. I do, too. Hey, listen. Yeah. Listen, I want to give a shout out to my daughter Carrie and my son-in-law Danny, who just had a baby yesterday. Uh, Ten yeah, pounds, four-ounce girl, baby. Hey. Ten pounds, wow. Yeah. Ten wow, that's a good, that's a good size baby, man. Nice. Oh, baby a shark. Big girl, big uh, girl, but she's all healthy and everything's good. And now I'm heading to work today. I was off yesterday taking care of my other grandchildren. <laughs> You're well, good. good. You're on the up and up You're now. Good. Lou, Lou has turned his life around. Yes. Definitely, he's a good man. Of Absolutely. course. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, all that's been the past. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but I, uh, it, it kept me out of trouble. I'll tell you. Yes. Hey, it hey, really did. Hey, Lou. Who's Lou? Yo. Who's Lou? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, we got to go, Lou. We'll talk to you later, bud. All right, talk to you later. All right, see you later. All right. Lou has changed his life around until one of us needs him to hide a body. I know. He's a real friend. You got to go to Hawaii. He'll move your body for you. All right, well, listen, we got to take a break because we need to stay on time, as close to on time as we can for MMR's Concert Cash. That is coming up in a little bit. Sorry to those who called and we did not get to your story. I appreciate you calling in, but we have got to move and move some money. We'll be right back. Stay with us. hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available in select areas. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. You can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. A 60-year-old man from a town called Warren is facing a misdemeanor assault charge after he allegedly used a frozen fish to assault a grocery clerk. Prosecuting attorney Peter Luciado uh, said that the incident happened at the Desi Fruit Market. Well, what kind of fish? Do we know? Yeah, actually, I think it was a pike. Okay. Uh, So he was uh, at the Desi Fruit Market. The fish counter at the market reportedly closed at 7 p.m. because of the Ramadan holiday. I would like to purchase a fish to beat someone. The fish clerk explained why they were closed to the suspect who came to the counter after hours. The suspect became angry when he could not receive service and began to hit the clerk with a four-pound frozen... Actually, it's a Hilsa fish. A Hilsa fish. I don't know what that is. It's a type of herring. There you Ah. go. Not a pike, a herring. So the victim was transported to a local hospital. The subject... I'd go uh, for a halibut. Jobul Hussein was charged with one count of aggravated assault. And uh, Luchi- uh, Luchido said, I never thought I'd have to say this, but if you assault someone with a fish in our county, <laughs> you will be prosecuted. Yes. A frozen fish is dangerous if you use it to hit someone in the head. So they are obviously pressing. When they up. arrived, he's attempting to build a nunchuck with shrimp. Okay. Well, yeah. that might so work. It, it could have gotten much worse. I would think eels would be uh, good for nunchucks. As the yeah. binding? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Police in South Florida said that they will not charge a neighbor for shooting at a car being used by a grocery delivery worker who ended up at the wrong address. Here we go again. Oh, is this a standard Here ground thing? We go again. This is, seems to be uh, possibly standard ground thingy. Uh, officials announced that Friday that charges would not be recommended against the gunman, Antonio uh, Cacavale. Cacalola. Or it might be Cacaval, I'm not sure. A case of it. Who the hell knows? But uh, because his actions were justified by his fear. So, yeah, Casey, it sounds like that. Likewise, police said the Instacart driver will not be charged because he acted based on their own assessment of danger when the vehicle, moving erratically, struck a boulder and then the shooter's foot. So, yeah, they're not going to... Sorry, I hit the shooter. We're not going to charge you for that. Uh, 
Investigators said they did not have video of the incident and thus had to rely on the narratives of each side, which each had its own chronology of facts. Somebody was still waiting on their groceries. Detectives said each party appeared justified in their actions based on the circumstances they perceived. It wasn't clear if the detective concluded the shooting was justified based on Florida's controversial standard ground law. Yeah, we have a cockalola situation here. The police report stated that driver Waldus Thomas Jr. and companion uh, Diamond Harley Darville (laughs) were attempting to make a grocery delivery. And they were talking to the customer's wife on a cell phone for navigation help when the incident took place. After the Honda Civic stopped at uh, Cacaval's property next door to the target of the delivery, the home uh, in, the home of the Instacart customer, Danielle Orta, Cacavelli's son came out at his father's behest to tell the pair in the car to stay off their property. Uh, it's not entirely clear what happened next and in what order, but the driver and his companion said that Cacavelli approached them aggressively, prompting their hasty exit. The duo said Cacavelli had grabbed and or otherwise latched onto the vehicle as it was moving. Wow. Cacavelli's foot was struck by the Civic, and Cacavelli said that he opened fire after that in order to prevent more injury and protect his family from the vehicle. The resident said that he had aimed his Smith & Wesson at the vehicle's tires, in an attempt to disable it as a threat, he stated that he shot uh, <clears throat> shot out three rounds at the vehicle after the vehicle struck him. Well, they were trying to back away, right? That's the word, so yeah. So if you shoot out the tires, then they're backing away. Then they can't get away. They can't get away. They can't get away from you. Uh, any cockalolo knows that. He stated he fired his gun at the vehicle because he was in fear for his and his children's safety. And that's usually the defense that they have. Uh, the Civic exited the property. Uh, the officers found it a few blocks away, stopped on railroad tracks. There were indications rounds impacted the car, and one of the tires was flat. Uh, Thomas Starville was clearly shaken up, police said, but otherwise uninjured. The extent of Cacavalli's, Cacalola's injuries uh, were not specified Cacalola. by police. Uh, the duo said they heard gunfire only after they attempted to leave as a result of what they called aggressive behavior uh, from the neighbor. So we'll see if huh. this ends up going anywhere, but right now there are no charges against anybody in that particular case. That's pretty wild. Yeah. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office said a man attempted to poisoning another, uh, admitted to poisoning another man and living with the body for days to, quote, pretend it never happened. It never happened. John Dennis Reeves, 74 years old, is facing a charge of first-degree murder. Uh, The investigation uh, began when deputies set out for a welfare check at the victim's home in Green Acres. That's the place to be. Yeah. (laughs) The sheriff's office said that it received a similar request for a welfare check three days earlier. <laughs> when deputies arrived... Dead bodies are the thing for me. Uh, when deputies arrived, they found the suspect sleeping on a bed in the same bedroom as a murder victim, according to the arrest report. Ah, he's a, he's a heavy sleeper. <laughs> uh, Reeves appeared disoriented and intoxicated. Deputies also found multiple prescription pill bottles in the room, along with two large empty glass bottles of vodka, two full ones, and an empty 12-pack of beer. It hasn't been my best month. Emergency crews took Reeves to GFK Medical Center, where he told investigators that the victim and he were heavy drinkers, uh. and that he last saw the murder victim alive on the previous Saturday five days earlier. Reeves uh, also told investigators he gave the victim pills to, quote, make him quiet. Shut up. He said he forced the man to take the pills at 9 and then again at 11.30 to make him stop, quote, growling and making noises. And then he told investigators I killed him. He sounded like a darn fool. He said he poisoned the man as well as the dogs. 
According to the investigators, uh, Reeves said once he knew the man died from the pills, he decided to wait to call 911 because he wanted to, quote, pretend the victim was alive for a few more days. I miss him. And pretend that it never (laughs) happened. So, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, How about a good ending for a dog story? All right. right. We like that. Oh, man. But then I have this really messed up cow story to do, too. (sighs) That's... I might as well just say the other catastrophe now. I know, I know, but and it, it definitely is. All right, well, how about this? This is a this has a good ending. It's a terrible story. Right. It has a good ending. You probably already know this story, uh, Steve. A poodle named Tootles in Pennsylvania was revived with Narcan after suffering an apparent drug overdose, according to a local shelter. The dog was rushed to Blue Pearl Emergency Hospital. The th- uh, pup was discovered in Kensington with a person. Both were found unconscious and unresponsive. Philadelphia police responded to the scene to help the person while bystanders rushed the dog to a veterinary hospital, and they administered Narcan there, and Toodles immediately became responsive. A representative for the Pennsylvania SPCA uh, said that the dog likely ingested fentanyl, and it's unclear how the dog in- ingested the drugs. It was really amped up. Uh, bacon. Bacon. Where's the bacon? I smell bacon. 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 Gotta be bacon. Only one thing smells like bacon. That's bacon. Bacon, 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 bacon. There. Chewy, yummy, smoky bacon. Uh, toodles. It's bacon. Received treatment uh, via an IV and was monitored closely to ensure that the drugs were working their way out of his system. Since the start of the week, the lucky pup has made a full recovery. I feel great. I feel great. Thanks for your concern. That's a... Uh, now, where's the bacon? That has got a happy ending. Yes. Tonight. I didn't realize that Narcan would work on uh, dogs no as idea. well. Yeah. Didn't know they ever needed to try. Yeah. So All those junky dogs out there. Yeah. All right. Um, we have about three minutes left for you to enter the word new. That is MMR's new. concert cash giveaway keyword. So the word is new. 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 N-E-W. Enter that now if you would want a chance at winning $1,000 and uh, tickets to the MMR barbecue. All right. So make sure that you get to it. We're going to take a quick break. A little bit later on, our friend uh, Greg Warren, great comedian, has got a new special on YouTube out. We're going to talk to him. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment, so hang out. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their Fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. So uh, we're going to do something. We're going to we're going to uh, attempt a um, a little test here, scientific test, judging from Steve's goggles that he's wearing. Oh right yes, now. always have to have eyewear, protective eyewear, <laughs> safety glasses. I don't want to be blind. I understand no, that absolutely. Uh, so this came from a TikTok video, I think that Kathy had seen. Was this it, Kath? Yeah, I sent it to Casey. Um, okay. I think we. The, so uh, it was a girl eating M and M's, and she could identify the color of M M&M and M that she ate. 
Now, blindfolded. blindfolded, Yeah, simply by the taste, um, which was like pretty crazy. And the people in the room were like, you know, couldn't believe it. She explained it as it's something that they use in the dye that she can identify. Really? I I find that really hard to believe. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. So I sent it to Casey and I go, you think I could do this? And he was like, no way. No, Um, you categorically said I can do no, this. No, no, I didn't. Mm. Mm. Uh, I can do, I can definitely do Skittles. Okay. I can taste that. Uh, M&M's, I, I want to try it. So here's what here's what I'd like to do. I, I And this is why we're going to do this. I, I would like to see, number one, uh, now uh, M&M's is clearly the harder one. I would think because. But maybe yeah. we could start with Skittles and yeah. try that out and see how you do and yeah. then move on to M&M's. I think, I think the Skittle thing might be harder than you think it the is. Only, uh. The only thing is I haven't eaten Skittles in a really long mm-hmm. time, well, then, so I'm going to to remember All right, we'll the taste. We'll take that into consideration. Now, the candy coating on um, and M&M's, it's the same candy coating, right? Yeah, the dye. Yeah. That's and, what and I the feel can- like. And Skittles this- have a candy coating as well, yes? Yes, but their interior... Uh, is, is each is one is different. different. Is is a different flavor. So you have lemon lime. Right. Uh, I don't know what all the the, the flavors are in so you, Skittles. You'll be able to discern the color of the Skittle by tasting. Yeah. But I I, totally are you like gonna that. you're gonna chew it? Obviously. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think that it might be harder than you realize. But I, I may be way off That's, on that. And the eyewear, like the um, I, we we talked about this one time. Fruit Loops yeah. are those those are different colored uh, pieces of cereal. But they're all the same flavor. Yeah. Did you guys know that? Yes. Yes. And they're, they, but they We've appear lie. as if they would be different fruity flavors, but they're all one flavor. And that's kind of, is that how M&Ms are? Yeah, M and M's are yeah. I think, but maybe someone who has yeah, but the outer shell is not no, the the not. outer shell is just a it's just a dye, just it's a, a dye. coloring. But that woman that you saw may have some sort of sensitivity. Yeah, yeah. Some people have yeah. certain sensitivities, and that's why people's palates are sharper than Do you others. have a that attuned where you could taste differences in the M&M dye? Well, yeah. not only that, but Kef, I mean, she basically chewed it right away. You know what I mean? Like, like she knew right away? Like, well, we're going to think about the video. It's not like she put it in there, sucked on it for right. a little bit. You got to suck on it hard. Like she could tell right away. Yeah. yeah. And then she started chewing it right away. I was like, wow, that's, the, to me, that was mind-blowing. All right. Yeah. Okay. But with, with, the, with the Skittles, you have to chew right away because that's now, where all the flavor is. we're going to have Casey do this as a, he's going to be part of the control group. Right. Yes. Uh, so he's, he's well, going to do it as well. Scientific method. That's what we do here. Yeah. You, you know, you've been a part of the show a long time, and this data will be used. Can you, uh, with those, uh, with the blindfold over your headphones, is it covering your eyes completely? Yeah. Or do you need to put it under your headphones? I mean, I can, but... Might nah, be a little bit fine. better. All right. Nick, and not just close your eyes, just, you know. Do an obscene gesture and see if Kathy can see it. There's right. not, like, a big amount of money on... I know, right? So, in theory, Skittles has five different flavors. There is uh, cherry, <laughs> orange, lemon, uh, green, which I guess is green apple, Lime. and then grape. Uh, I think... Preston, you're right. I think she's going to have a really hard time with the Skittles. Okay. And I'll we, tell you why later. Okay. I, I, All right. I, I'm going to I'm going to guess right now and you can tell me later if I'm correct. I think the visual assist is very important to the Skittles experience. Yeah. And then okay. you can tell me later on. I think it helps. Right. In fact, put it in an envelope and give it to the folks from Pricewaterhouse. <laughs> so we, we have blindfolds for both Casey and Kathy. And then we have uh, cubs that Marissa brought in. Now, they are... We don't have them separated in colors, no. just random. So you'll be reaching in and grabbing a random color. You hold it up so we can see it, and then you pop it in, taste it, tell us what you think it is. We'll do okay. one at a time okay. and just see how you do. Maybe best of five or something like yeah. that. I, don't know. I mean, this is listen. We're, we're a little light and fast with the actual structure of the experiment, but we know the end result should be correct when you before you 
do it. Hold it up so we can see the okay. color. Case, do you think you can do the Skittles? Skittles, I think I can do. Yeah. M&M's, not a chance. Right. Not a rat's ass chance. Not a rat's ass chance. I have well, to cleanse my palate. Uh, yes, uh-huh. you may want to do that. <laughs> coffee. It's a good idea. You're using coffee. Yeah, no, coffee no, no, eliminates no. all the taste. I was drinking coffee. All right. Blindfold's all right. on. All right. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Casey, do me a favor. Uh, yeah. think, thinking music or oh. something. Let's just... Before you put the blindfold on. Doogie Howser. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, no, not Doogie Howser. We, we need something uh, to, I the, to... I like the Brady thinking To music. fill things out a little bit. Have a couple of them... Uh, Ready. Ready to go because otherwise it's going to be kind of... It won't be scientific. It's going to be boring and we yeah. need to have something to fill it out with. All right, uh, hang on. He's looking I for... Put, uh, I put... Um, M&M's in the fridge while on vacation because I was in a warm place and I left them in the fridge for about three or four days. When I pulled them out of the fridge, they were all one of two colors. They were either green or brown. What? You're saying yeah. that there was a metamorphosis that took place within the refrigerator? Yeah. yeah. I, I'd, I'd never experienced this That's before. Oh my God. That's, yeah. That's the experiment we should be doing. <laughs> we'll do, we put M&M's in the freezer. It doesn't change the colors, but uh, it makes the um, the candy shell like Tacky. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. I, I killed a good friend and kept it around the body round because I missed him. It's crazy. <laughs> That's weird. All right. Let's try right, this out. Right, Blindfolds on. Blindfolds on. Kathy, uh, you get to go first. Okay. So pull up a flavor and I'll keep right, hold, score here. Hold All, right. Right. All right. Everyone's looking. Yep. We can see it. All right. All right. Try it out and tell us what color that is simply by the taste alone. What do you think that is? Oh, man. <laughs> Hold on, give me a minute. Okay. It's either yellow or orange. Having trouble. <laughs> I'm going to go yellow. She's correct, yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. Very all right. Casey? All right, here we go. All right. Casey, we've never met, right? We have met <laughs> many times. Hold up the color. All right, we can right. see it. All right. What color is it? All right. I can't tell you. All right. All right. Eat it. Don't cheat. It's plaid. All right. Mm. I'm I'm on the same as you, Kath. Mm-hmm. You're cycling together. Mm. Mm. I'm going orange. He's correct. Yes. <gasps> All right. Mm. Hey, One. We did it. All right. One. <laughs> Kathy, All right. your turn. All right. All right. All right. We can see it. Go for it. This is how she eats her uh, medication. It's in the mouth. The blindfold on. Chewing. Mm. Now that she has one to compare it to, this will be easier, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's mm. orange. All right, she's right. Yep, absolutely correct. Ding, ding. Can we get a ding, ding? Yeah. Ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you. All right. Uh, what you want to promise me to do, Apollo? Uh, you want to eat Skittles? All right. All right, Casey's got the color. All right. Let's try this. His second. Ding, That's ding. It. So far, they're uh, batting a thousand. Casey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I suck first. Mm. <laughs> Get out all the juice. Hmm. Suck first and then bite afterwards. Mm-hmm. Lightly, though, you want him back. That's purple. He's correct. Whoa. Yes, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, m ms Can I get a ding-ding? No, ding-ding. Uh, these are Skittles, Nick. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Did you think we were doing M and M's? I thought Casey was doing M and M's. No, no. Then I got we're, we're, we're round two is M and M's. No, that's oh. uh, Casey's doing chicken fingers. All right, Kathy's doing three more. Here we go. All right, Kathy's right. holding it up. I see it. Yep. All right, now Ready? show it to right. everyone. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now show it to everyone. <laughs> All right. Purple. Purple's correct. Yes. Wow. All right, three for three. This, you guys are doing better than I thought. I thought it would be a little bit harder. And, Nick, I want to hear why you thought it would be harder, too, when we're okay. done with this. All right, Casey's holding it up. Yep, we can see it. All right. Show hey, it. Just, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just never mind. Place it in your mouth. It's 
three two, I believe. He is. He's. <laughs> your mouth. Your movements are funny when you're tasting it. But it's it? stupid. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing. Shoot. Oh, oh we're having a hard time. Really? Yeah, well. Is it like between, are you thinking between? I'm thinking between yellow and orange again. See, that was, yeah, same with me. Okay. Um, I'm like, does this taste like, it tastes like. Do you know what might help? If you guys were to, um. Kiss and pass it back. Oh and God! Well, oh, this sucks. This uh, what is this? It's definitely citrus. Um, I'm going. I, I got to go orange. It was yellow, wasn't it? That's incorrect. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was yellow. It was yellow. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I don't have the buzzer. Casey hits the buzzer. All right, uh, Kathy. Two more left. Here. All right, here we go. All right, it's down to this now. Right, she's holding the cup. Wait, we didn't oh! see it. Wait, I saw it. I, I got, got it. Got it. it. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Disgusting. Gross. Stuck she his tongue, tongue out. out with um, the friggin' thing on it. What's that, Kath? It's kind of like, I'm going to say this one's like the blandest one. Um, I think it's red. She says it's red, and that is incorrect. It was orange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you're getting almost like uh, what they call uh, taste blind. Yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say I was... More. I got to come back. Never mind. Not, what? Again? N- well, because I was going to say something and then I realized... I was going to say, say if, if I pull a color out that I had already tasted that you guys should tell me, but I, nope, I shouldn't no, do that. No, no. no. Because then it'll... it'll... Wait, wait. Who's the scientist here? Uh, yeah. you, well, you are the one right, wearing yeah. goggles. Hold up your color. All right. Got it. Got it. All right. Yep, okay. You should be able to identify all these. This is a common color you might find in the environment. Despite what color it is. This is a color that we would be familiar with during our day-to-day activities. Yellow. It is correct. Yes. All right. I'm so mad about that last yellow one. They are dead even at this point. They are. All right, Kathy, last one. Kathy, hold it up for the three right and one wrong. Hold it up for the camera so people can watch on the YouTube. All right. All right, we can see it. Ready? And someone's asking you to put lipstick on your nipples. <laughs> you want me to do it for you since you're busy, Kat? I know what this is. My least favorite, it's green. She's right. Wow. Absolutely. That was decisive. So I think Kathy cycled through all of all the colors but red. Very impressive. All right, Casey, last one. All right. Oh, we didn't get a ding-ding. Um, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Thank you. All right. Um, this is the one I'm going with. All right. Got oh, this it. Is down. All right, now spend some time with it, man. Roll it around your mouth. Make sweet love to it. He does. He does. He rolls it around, gets yeah. it all over his mm. tongue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you stick it up between the cheek oh, yeah. and the gum and all? No. Mm-hmm. Wait. Like, oh, is that what he's doing? See, I'm chewing right into it. He's got he's, his method. He likes okay. to, to, to... He likes to... Now, if you get this wrong... He likes to be playful. You lose. You get you, nothing. You yeah. lose. That's red. That is incorrect. Can't oh, green. Was it green? No. It was purple. Oh, Don, Don, Don. Now, I just want to let you know, hey, congratulations, oh, Kathy, on winning the championship in the universe. Bucks go wins again. <laughs> uh, but I didn't think that this was a competition. I thought I was it's the blind. I, 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 I was the blind. I, 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 I can't. <laughs> but By the way. is like I got two twice. Yeah. And, and, the, and both times I got the second one wrong. Well. Because it just threw me off. Yeah, I, well, was, I was sure that the the um, second, I guess it was the second orange, seemed like bland to me. So okay. I went red. Interesting. Uh, more by the way, uh, speaking of that clip that Steve just played, are you? Uh, did Casey ever take you out to dinner for Bucks Covers? What were we? I don't even remember what we were supposed to do. I was supposed to take you out in Bucks County. Is in that Bucks what it, County somewhere. Where do you want to go? 
She no. does not. She it was, does that not. was like not a prize. That's you know actually I mean? a punishment. <laughs> There's yeah. more of a punishment. She didn't consider that a really okay. a plus. All right. All right. So, so Kathy got uh, uh, four correct with uh, one wrong. Casey got three correct yep. with two wrong. Wait, yeah. I want to know why Nick thought we weren't going to get it. Yeah. Because according to multiple studies, they are all the same flair, flavor. They have different colors, uh, but the the smell is different, but the flavor itself is the same. You're no. saying Skittles? No. No way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever you're reading, but I... Uh... I disagree. Okay. Yeah, because that green is so distinct, and I knew I didn't like that. But and isn't like... part of your taste buds your scent as well? Like, doesn't... Scent like... of a taste bud. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, no, you're right. You, apparently, you can pick up on the taste via the smell of each individual candy, but the taste itself mm. is all the same. Uh, this is according to multiple studies that have been done. Right. So, so, I would say it's opposite. Like, I'm smelling them, and they smell exactly the same. Skittles okay. maintains, the company Ooh, that owns Skittles maintains that they have distinct flavors. Mm. Okay. All right, we're looking at, at something from, a, I guess it's from Cosmopolitan Magazine here. Skittles people, being much smarter than most of us, recognize that it's cheaper to make things smell and look different than it is to make them actually taste different. So Skittles have different fragrances and different colors. But as Nick just said, they all taste exactly mm. the same. I find I don't that. Think There's so. no way. Yeah. There's something in it that we're able to identify. Yeah. That's the fentanyl. Now, M&M's on the other hand, yeah. they're all the same. All right, but let's uh, just this woman. This one woman has a sensitivity to the dye. Now, Kathy has very. <laughs> she's got sensitivities. And she knows how to use them. Uh, olfactory sensitivities. Her se- sense of smell is uh, and taste because you can taste different bottled oh, waters yeah, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. She's proven and wine. Yeah, and you know yeah. distinctive taste. So maybe, maybe you can detect this. Different colored M&M's. Let's try it out. Okay. All right. This okay. is where the rubber really meets the road here because this was the original experiment. Yeah. You're going to do this too, right, Oh, of course. Okay. If you have uh, family members that are out of state, you may want to call them and have them listen. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, we're All ready. Right. Okay. Let me see that again. Hold it over here. All okay. right. Here we go. Are you in the right? Okay, yes. Okay. Ready? Yep. Okay. Kathy has put the M&M in her mouth. She already <laughs> sure it tastes chocolatey. It immediately started chewing. Yeah. <laughs> she looks confident. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go yellow. Yes! Oh, my God. You're such an a <laughs> no, I swear. I hate you so you much. got it. With every fiber of my being. What? <laughs> ding, ding. That's uh, weird. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so made away. I'm, I'm dropping the ball on my dinging. <laughs> all right, I'm going to double ding. I, I'm already telling you this, that I'm not going to be able to do this. But all right. All right. Hey, you never know. Unless maybe both maybe there's a hidden talent here. All right, Casey's yeah, holding it up. Like a beautiful mind. All right. See that? Okay. All right. I am going to suck a little bit. Tasting M&M's. <laughs> suck it. Well, you should not be able to tell the color by, by blind taste test. Let's see what Casey goes with. Kathy got the first one right. I don't know. No, right. no. Look deep inside yourself. Use the false. Just taste brown. Taste brown and don't that's Don't use the false. No, don't use the false. It was green. Oh, man. I hit a home run, Nick. <laughs> that's what they used to say, the green ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? And the green ones were supposed to make you horny, too. That was right. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. He got a woody. You remember that? No. Okay. Right. Kathy, next one. Okay. Can she go two for two? This would be amazing. Holding it up, showing it to the crowd. Okay. All right. Taste test. M&M's, can you tell the color? Here we go. Brown. No. Oh. Yeah, that was green. That was green. Oh, wait. All right. Casey. All right. All right. Very tense now. We Holding ne- up the color. We can see it. Never more happy to be wearing goggles. Do you remember what all the colors are? I am actually yeah. just thinking I don't remember all the colors. <laughs> Purple. <laughs> yeah, I'm going blue. Think real hard. He's right! Yes! Oh! One, one! Nice. Nice. 
Oh, are you ready for me? Yeah, it's your turn, oh, Kat. Okay. This game should be called Can You Guess the Color? I got it. M&M's. Trying to figure out the color by taste alone if you're just tuning in. Should be impossible. Kathy got the first one. Casey got the mm-hmm. second one. What do you think? Blue. No. No. I thought Is you were going to say brown. I was going to say yeah, it was brown. brown. I saw the B form on yeah. your lips, and I thought you were going to get it. You know what? I will say the first one, there was like some sort of taste, and then the chocolate. The last two were, I just tasted chocolate. Okay, did, so keep that in mind in case, the yellow, in case uh-huh. you taste that again. It might be a yellow one again. Did you did you chew all of them immediately? Yeah. Okay. Mm. And Casey, you suck on it. Oh, oh I, I like to suck on you it. You suck on it really hard. I I suck the nuts all, are gone. all the color off. <laughs> All right, Case, your turn. All right. Can All right, s- hold up the color, please. All right, we can see it. Remember, suck hard. All right. All right, he's working it. He's making love to it. Mm. Green. Incorrect. Uh, it was orange. Uh, Sorry about that. Which is the new green. Yeah. All right, Kathy, your turn. Okay. Right. Is this where the dynasty is formed? <laughs> All right. All right, ready? Yep. She kind of moved her head around. Yeah, like, that kind of had like a taste too, but it wasn't like the yellow. Okay, all right. All right so, all right, so what do you think? Definitely different. What is? Was one... the last one brown? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say no, that. No, 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 oh, no. Last no. or yeah, last My one was brown. My last one was brown. I'm gonna say that was blue. Yes! Wow! Nice. There's yeah. definitely something. There's like a little taste before the chocolate. You got a double ding ding on there. You got a double dinger. Uh, bu- bu- bu. All right, you yourself a double dinger. Casey's turn. All right. All right. Casey. Got the color? Actually, Casey, that, that's a name. Showing the camera. <laughs> this is your next to last one, by the way. Hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Can he do it? Your mustache is undulating. I'm feeling red. He's feeling red. And unfortunately, it's brown. Oh. I got that one wrong. Sorry, Casey. You're only, you've only gotten one so far. Kathy's gotten two. Here's the final one. And the M&M's this flavor taste test. Blind taste Uncanny test. Uncanny ability. All right, we can see it. Yep. Last one, Kath. See if you can nail it. What card did you pick? So that was immediate chocolate, too. Um, What color did I not have yet? I'm going to go red. Oh, my God. Dude, she's right. Yeah. <laughs> Three out of five. I think it's just good guesses, <laughs> to be honest Casey. with you. You have one more. I know. Yeah, why not? What the hell? Yeah, Do it. I ran out of music. Do it for the kipper. I got it. All right. At this point. By the way, these uh, blindfolds are terrible, so I have to close my eyes, too. Okay. okay. At this point, Casey's dissatisfied with his blindfold. We can see the color. He shows us the M&M in his mouth. The licking and sucking begins. <laughs> Do a spit string. On the microphone. Oh. <laughs> Kathy? Yeah. I'm going green. That's incorrect. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, damn it. You only got one out of five. Kathy got three. <laughs> Casey, what's in your mouth now? Out of mm. five. I got red, <laughs> blue, just the rest of them <laughs> orange, green. But Casey, from? did you taste that, like, on some of them where there was, like, a slight, like, a mm-hmm. hint of something? No? No. It's weird. So, the one that I got right, I... It was a, um, it was more of like a feeling <laughs> that I had. I would almost and say you were it was hooked like a, on that feeling. Like it was like a psychic feeling. I'm like, I felt like it was green. All right, you know. Uh, I, I want to go to Kevin on the phone lines. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. 
Yeah, uh, Steve, what's that on your crotch, man? <laughs> it is a dick button. <laughs> Perfect. Yo, this game, <laughs> my three coworkers, like, we are teachers where you have literally kids out in the hallway while I'm on this radio call right now. So I got to make this quick. Okay. We play this game every time, every day at lunch together. We call it What's in My Mouth. <laughs> what's in My, oh my Mouth? How, how, was it a skill you could develop or did. Did some of the participants have an uncanny ability to determine the color? One has the uncanny ability, but like you said earlier, you have to make love with that with the Skittle or make love with the Sour Patch. You have to let it roll around your tongue a little bit. There's a little bit of a skill to this. Okay. All right. I believe it. They're not passionate enough is what Kevin's but, saying. But M&M's is a different story. That's a whole M&Ms, other. I don't think that's possible. I, okay. I, I don't get Like, you guys, are, there's a little bit of that, that color to it, but Sour Patch... That's where you guys got to go. Yeah. Sour Patch, right. he believes, okay. is the I definitive test. Kevin might be right. Thank That's, you. I, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it, bud. See you. Play what's my mouth again soon. Bye. <laughs> uh, no, Kath, I feel like I could do Sour Patch the yeah. same way I did Skittles. I, I, I thought my um, my taste buds were a little bit more informed with the Skittles. I'm, but... I'm sort of stunned to hear that that they, they're saying that the Skittles is... All they're all the flavor. same color. It, to me, that all one flavor. I, I, yeah. I thought that everything was predicated on the color. Like whether you had a, um, a you know a lemon or or a, what is the green flavor supposed to be? Lime, I think. Is, is it lime? lime? Yeah. All right. I, for my entire life, for some reason, have always felt, and I know that if I close my eyes, I could not tell the difference. Uh, that yellow peanut M and M's tasted better than the other ones, or are my favorite. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know why. But I prefer them. I kind of save them. But this is what I was going to say to you. I think if you... I wanted you guys to eat a yellow M&M and then a brown M&M, because that, I feel like there is a distinct... (laughs) I I mean, it's not like the the Skittles. I'll try. But there's a little bit of a difference where there's, like, something in that yellow. Hand them over to Steve. Steve He can... can, uh, I'll just discern I'll just any difference. I'll just I'll put on my goggles so I can see. Yeah, your see-through goggles. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yellow and brown. All right, flush it down. Do you recommend uh, one before the other? Uh, do the yellow first, just well, to, actually, so you can taste do you that. Want like... me to guess? Oh well. No, I'll just see if there's all a right, difference. All right, all right. Okay. All right, you had yellow. Yep. All right, now now eat the brown. Got it. Like it tastes exactly okay. the same. <laughs> Steve, anything? Oh my God! No. <laughs> They're exactly the same. So I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do this contest because earlier this morning I ate a um, like a small <laughs> book of cinnamon synonyms, a June bug, and synonyms. I had yeah, I, and I have the sorest throat ever. Oh, I okay. <laughs> I know. Thesaurus throat ever. Oh, <laughs> All right, so you have to let it. You have to let it. You gotta let it breathe a little bit. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody yeah. sit there and digest yeah. it for a moment. Marinate. Right. <laughs> Thesaurus. It sucked that you started off with cinnamon. I know. I know. God dawn dawn. <laughs> God dawn dawn. Because I love it. That's a good one. I enjoyed it a lot. But the setup sucked. Cinnamon. Oh. <laughs> oh, Marissa brought in yellow. What? Uh, brought in uh, brought peanut, in M&M's. peanut M&M's. M&M's. Now, that's my favorite. Brought in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing yellow, Marissa. I brought you a color. <laughs> I brought you red. Marissa brought yellow. Now, you, it was on that day that Preston became the owner of yellow. 
By the way, you guys can't use yellow without my permission. <laughs> Broadcaster Preston Elliott is now the ecumenical owner of yellow. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> invent- Anyone wishing to use that color will have to speak to his <laughs> representation. I invented yellow. <laughs> uh, yellow peanut ever. Oh. oh. Just one or well, all of them? We have a correction to an earlier story. How many uh, peanut M&Ms do we have? Thesaurus. <laughs> No, I mean, about do, this many. Do we have like a bag of them? Where, where did Marissa grab those? Because I want to try the uh, fridge experiment with you guys too. Put them in the fridge for um, you know, you, until the end of the week. Please explain again what happened in this. Uh, in, what I think is one step mm. shy of alcohol. Oh. These are empty cases. It was peanut M and Yeah, put so, the empty bag in and see if it's filled by the end of the week. So, like Casey, I enjoy traveling with peanut M and M's. Me too. So I, I took a bag. Yeah, good with conversation. Me to uh, to St. John in the Virgin Islands, and we put the because uh, it gets warm there, and also ants are a problem. So right. we put the peanut M and M's in the fridge, and then when I took them out of the fridge three or four days later, they were all one of two colors: either brown, that's weird, or green. How many colors are contained within an average peanut M and M bag? Five. Five. So you're saying that the only two, the sturdiest colors, they all morphed into the uh, into one of two colors. Are you okay? Ah. So did you check the colors before you put them in the fridge? Well, no, but it was a full bag. So what are so the, the odds? odds that are, I mean, that, those odds are astronomical that they would all be those colors. But they were reduced to colors that also exist. So does something in the food guy food dye get eliminated by being in the fridge for like three or four days? That's an interesting question. And how many colors did it boil down to? I'm sorry, two, two, two. two. Yeah. From, from five, two, mm. two, three colors evaporated. So the the uh, normal colors are uh, orange, red, green, I guess purple or br- and a brown, and then blue. I see this as a metaphor for life. It is. Yeah, yeah. we all you know bleed together. But everybody in the fridge, like a melting pot. Yeah, yeah, or an M M&M and M bag. Kathy, <laughs> Kathy, you know what I I think I could do with 100% certainty, like 100 out of 100 times, is um, I could tell the difference between a plain M&M and a peanut. Oh, oh that's good, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. good. That's totally good. Could I could do that with uh, uh, Mounds Bars and Almond Joys. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you bust it. No. All right. What did we learn here? Nothing. I think we learned not a whole lot. Kathy is fairly close to her original boast. She was able to pull that off with the M and M's. Kathy definitely has the most refined palate of of any of us. You know, she's got she's got the shining, Preston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. Got the shine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would agree that Kathy probably Kathy has a more sen- a more sensitive uh, uh, sense of smell and taste. Yeah. I think that's why things that like the rest of us. why I don't eat them like it's so. It's like the taste, a lot of it, the taste is so strong, like bacon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like bacon because it's like... It's overpowering. Is it too yeah. it's, 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 You're so sensitive. It's like someone who has... It's like when people get very old and they have to wear those almost ski goggles to weddings because their eyes become very sensitive to light. Oh, uh, right. No, it's just like, it's almost like a taste explosion. Like, it's like too much. Right. Yeah. You poor thing. That's too bad. <laughs> wow. All right. Anyhow, uh, we do need to take a break. And we I would like to record this data. Give something away. Uh, we have Shazam Fury of the Gods on digital. And we'll take callers 10, 11, and 12, and we will give you. It's about Golden Pile, right? Digital copies. No, <laughs> Shazam. 215-263-WMMR, the wisecracking teen chosen to be a superhero, teams up with his foster siblings to save the world from the ancient Greek daughters of Atlas. And it's available now on digital. So. 
Give us a call right now, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll take care of you. When we come back, comedian Greg Warren will be joining us. And uh, don't forget, we have MMR's concert cash roughly about an hour and seven minutes from now. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The next guest has been on many times throughout the years. We love having him on the program. He's got a new special. It's called The Salesman, and you can find that for free. Not bad. On YouTube. Please give some love to Mr. Greg Warren. Hey, Hey, Greg. Hey, guys. It's it's great to see you, man. How you been, bud? I've been really good. I've been really good. Excellent. And so, uh, you know... We haven't seen you come through Philly in a little while. Uh, you uh, taking a break from touring right now? Or are you just uh, in a different part of the country? I think probably a different part of the country. I'm I'm uh, hitting it pretty hard here. Uh, you're, you're, yeah. you're a touring machine, actually. But yeah, you haven't been around because you know we love having you in the studio. But you've been working on this. Obviously, you work on a, on a special. Uh, does that take you what the better part of a year or longer to put together something like this? Uh, yeah, probably longer. Yeah, I mean. When you said a year, man, I was like, I felt really good about this special until you said a year. <laughs> no, it, I was like, I thought it was great. I'm like, man, I, I, it took me like three years, I think. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? That, that That's only because you're you're detail-oriented. and you It's wanted, never good enough for you, man. It's never yes. good enough. <laughs> I, I am sick and tired of your inferior work. No, no. I know. I know. <laughs> and I knew I was going to get called to the carpet when I came on this show. You know guys don't pull any punches. <laughs> I talk. Well, I think I, last time I talked to you guys, I I talked a lot about peanut butter, and that's 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 a lot of this special right here, man. I we, used to sell Jif, man. Yes, and right. we, we love that conversation. It was it was fascinating. I mean, that's your your real world experience, but you expound on that a little bit, right? Yeah. Now, since I talked to you guys, there's been some developments. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a rough year in '22 for for Jif. They had a, a salmonella issue. Yes. They, Big yeah. recall, yeah, I remember that product recall. You know, and they they uh, they had to take it off the shelves for like six months. It's bad. I feel terrible about it. I mean, I didn't do it. Like I, <laughs> I, uh, I wish I could go back twenty years when I worked there and say to those guys, "Hey, if you're thinking about coming up with some sort of a raw chicken flavored peanut butter, don't." I mean, yeah. that's a terrible idea. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I want to be clear. I mean. This happened in 2006 with Peter Pan. They had a similar issue with, with Salmonella, did a recall. Also in 22, Skippy found some metal particles in their peanut butter. They did a recall. And I know you guys are like, well, Greg, it's never happened with organic peanut butter. Well, yeah, that's because they've only sold like 30 jars of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Got, it's got like the inch of oil uh-huh. on top. Greg, that's how peanut butter naturally settles. Well, then cover it up. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You yeah. know what's stunning to me about the peanut butter, like the organic peanut butter? And I, I love peanut butter, all, all different types. I'm even a Nutella guy. I, I like that. But hey, come on, man. Nutella, <laughs> when I'm on, you're going to have me on and you're going to talk about Nutella. It's a chocolate sandwich. 
sandwich, Steve. I know. <laughs> Just put a Hershey bar in between two pieces of bread. <laughs> you, you know, you can prefer it. You can like it. But don't you dare call it lunch. That's not sustenance, man. It's true. It's made of hazelnut. That's not an American nut. Peanuts. That's that's an American food right there. America. Well, you know what the organic stuff, though, which surprised me, is how high in calories it is. It's like crazy high in calories. Yeah. You, you think you're eating something now? Na- oh, it's natural. It's healthy. Oh, no. You're getting killed. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I don't even pay much attention to that stuff, man. Uh, me neither. Organic. You know, what I, you know why I don't? Because I don't think I'm better than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I do pay attention to is what's going on in the background of your, your Zoom video. So anybody watching on YouTube right now, you can see what I'm talking about. But, like, at first I see um, Warren Sapp, and I'm like, oh, Warren, oh, he must be a Buccaneers fan. And then I go, oh, there, well, there's Warren Moon. I'm like, well, that's weird. And then I see <laughs> Warren oh Zevon. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then it Warren didn't dawn on me until I saw Warren Beatty. I'm like, and... I'm like, oh, it's Greg Warren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my, the most creative is Warren Peace. Yeah, yeah. There is a Warren Peace uh, <laughs> of, of, of uh, movie poster, but you're you're missing some of the good ones. I mean, President Warren G. Harding, right yes. behind me, mm-hmm. uh-huh. superstar. Uh, that was uh, Chief Justice Earl Warren, and then my favorite, of course. You guys know who yeah, that Diane is, right there? Warren. Diane yeah. Warren, Leslie Ann. That, let's Leslie Ann Warren, guys. Oh yes, oh Leslie Ann Warren. Who's yeah. Leslie Ann Warren? Uh, not, uh, an actress. Uh, um, yeah, very who popular. Leslie Ann Warren? You've never seen the hit movie Pure Country? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. You say hit movie? Yeah, she's no, she's legit. She was. She's been nominated for an I, Academy Award. I don't think she's yeah. ever won, but she's been nominated. I just assumed it was Diane Warren's. No, Oops. I do have a Diane Warren. I got some. I got Smokey Warren up there. You can barely see him. He's the Eastern King of Western Swing. I, uh, uh, he's a big deal. Not familiar. Not no. familiar. I love the Warren Room. That's excellent. Wow. Well, I can forgive. I can forgive not being familiar with Smokey. His music's not for everybody. Uh, but but Casey, not knowing Leslie Ann Warren, and 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 taking a shot at the movie, movie Pure Country. I mean, come on. <laughs> she was actually she's in a Blake Edwards movie. Uh, that was a, a big movie, and and I'm surprised you don't. You've never. She was kind of. She's kind of a hottie, right? Oh, it's, it, look at that picture. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm looking up your country because I've never heard. It came out in 1992. George Strait. Film. <laughs> George Strait's in it. Yeah. There you go. That's Wesley all you need to Ann know. Warren, Isabel Glazer, Kyle Chan. Oh, okay. I know I know a few of these, but uh, yeah, I've never heard of this. Well, I, guess what I'm doing today after work? Mm-hmm. There I'm you go, buddy. Do yourself. You're going to thank me, man. You're all right. Thank me. Yeah. I wanted to uh, ask you, Greg, about the uh, the salesman. So Nate uh, Bergazzi is um, doing, uh, directed it. And we, yeah. we've, over the past couple of um, years, as we've, you know, obviously we have a lot of comedians through here doing specials. We've uh, come to realize how important it is having someone, your director, know what it means to frame the stage right and get the, you know, cover the jokes correctly. And I don't think you can do any better than Nate. Yeah, Nate's uh, pretty awesome, man. He he just uh, kind of decided he wanted to do a, uh, like, three-hour specials of stuff that you can watch with, with the family. I, I hesitate to say clean comedy because... You know, your audience is going to be like, "This is lame. I'm not watching it." it it's, I swear, it's good, but, uh, but no. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine it's a, it's a double-edged sword because you listen. There was always Seinfeld was always able to work clean. Work working clean gets you a lot more latitude. But you're right. Sometimes people go, "Well, I guess that's like that's not something that it has no edge to it." But your stuff does have an edge to it. 
Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I take some pretty hard stances on peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> You're ripping the lip. I got into Pringles this time, too, guys. Oh. I don't know if you... Yeah, I, I sold Pringles. Uh, okay. That's a great product. It is. Um, I actually ate Pringles in bed on uh, Saturday night all by myself. <laughs> uh, and then also, do you know that uh, Doritos has a... They, they now have a container... That is a total ripoff of the Pringles container. Have you what? seen this? Yeah. Yeah, they have the big the, the, big can? the canister. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it stacks. It stacks, guys. I, it, I mean, I've been friends with you guys for a long time, and I come on this show, and Steve's bringing up Nutella. <laughs> Casey's bringing up Doritos. It's 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 disrespectful. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was it's, saying that Doritos really is being disrespectful to yeah. Pringles by trying to bite off of their canister model. They're, it's, they're, we were the first ones. They're, they're not going to get it. Here, I'll tell you what happened early on when Pringles came out in 68. Uh, with, they were doing well, and the government tried to get involved. They said, hey, you guys are not made up of corn and soy yep. and wheat. You're, you're corn, soy, and wheat and, and, and potatoes. You're not 100% potatoes. You can't call yourselves potato chips. You have to call yourselves potato crisps. And we did, and people were like, yeah. We still like them. You know? yeah. and the, the government was like, you know, they're not made of 100% potatoes. And people were like, yeah, we kind of figured that when they were uniformly stacked on top of each other in the perfect shape of a horse saddle. Like, we got that. You know those gummy orange slice candies? Not real oranges. We figured that out, too. Now... With caution, because I don't want to offend you. We're already too far. I know, yeah. I know. But yeah, was... what? What's your opinion on? You guys remember Munchos? Yeah, Munchos, absolutely. Yeah, because they're not really a potato chip, and they pretend to be one as well. It's an it, it's uh, it's an interesting comparison. It's it's also an extruded uh, chip, as we yeah. say in the business. It's, mm. it's, it's extrusion uh, a process, and uh, I don't care for them. You know, I. Uh, I think they have a right to be there, but okay. I, it's not a very good. Chip. You're not going to deny me a seat at the table. Let me ask you I something, because you you were in your industry based. You know this stuff. I remember when Olestra was all the rage. You remember oh, Olestra in the chip in the snack food realm, mm. and then they because you're, you're bringing up a real painful. <laughs> I was there for that man. That, that I was I launched the test market for fat free Pringles. Oh wow. really? That was one of the most miserable failures in the yeah. consumer product goods industry. It was it was a it was a terrible. So, uh, so it didn't go well. People who don't remember, Olester was lower calorically, but it had a, a bizarre side effect. Just that it would cause diarrhea in a lot of people. No, 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 no. See, no, no. See, that that's not that was never proved. That was a zealot. It was some activist, a zealot that was that was going out and saying these things. I'm not. I had plenty of them. I never felt that. I mean. Uh, I don't know if that was true. Or I not. never had that reaction, but they were making yeah, a big thing man. about it. It's yeah. like you're it. saying yeah. it on the air. I mean, come on. <laughs> no. So there was a, there was a low cal Pringle period that you were there for. It was fat free. It was fat, fat free. free. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, yeah, it was a it was a miserable failure. I, <laughs> but I, I mean, let, let's. I was part of some pretty big stuff too, guys. That you, succeeded. I was part of the team that launched the first low salt, low sugar peanut butter into the category. Oh, so, wow! Yeah, yeah, I know. It was called Simply Jif. It was targeted towards diabetics. Uh, I wanted to call it Type Two Peanut Dew. <laughs> oh, yes. Type Two Peanut Dew. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think it would have been a success had they gone with that. Absolutely, Most I definitely. do too. It's yeah. marketed right towards that audience. It would yes, have been perfect. Yes, yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Well, listen, Greg, we know you are, you're, you're talking to a lot of people today and you only had a couple of minutes with us, but we want extended time with you sometime. Please come to Philadelphia again because we miss you, okay? Yeah, I miss you guys, man. We miss you here in St. Louis. I know. Preston. I'll be back someday, brother. I'll look you up when I get there, okay? Yeah, thanks, guys. Always a pleasure talking to you. The Salesman Absolutely. on YouTube. Greg Warren, thank yeah! you very much, sir. We'll talk to you soon. He's awesome. He's great. He's uh, had one of our favorite comedy bits of all time. Timmy, Tommy, Taylor, Tanner. <laughs> no, Flutie Flute. Flutie Flute. Yeah. Because he played the flute in the high school band. Right? No, he didn't. He played He played um, clarinet. Okay. But his buddy who played football busted his balls by telling him he played the flute. Flutey flute. Hey, Greg, he kept calling flute. It was so funny. Hey, I would like to point something out for those who may not know. By all means. Uh, you do know that Marissa got married. Yes. Or maybe you don't. And that she eloped to the uh, Punk Rock Museum in yeah. Las Vegas. Well, the fact that she got married, she and Matt got married there, the first couple to ever do so, made it into... Forbes what? magazine. What? That's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, there's an article about it. It's called Punk Rock, the Music Las Vegas Would Never Play, Now Gets a Museum There. And in I think it might be the first photo in the entire article of Marissa and Matt in front right after they got married. And it just says Punk Rock Museum, really big. And so how cool is that? That's amazing. Uh, by the way, that was sent to me by John Byrne, uh, who is, he says, the roller coaster dude. Ride marketing engineer oh. in uh, Baltimore. Is he the one that uh, Premier Ride Premier Rides Incorporated? Oh, okay. Um, so. One of the roller coasters in Universal is his. Which one is it? The um, oh. I, th- I think it's a. Is it a Universal or Disney? No, it wasn't at Universal. Anyway, he's a roller coaster That's guy. Amazing. And he sent this over uh, to us uh, to, and, and I haven't had a chance to read the whole article. Marissa, are you guys? name checked in it or is it just photos and a couple got married there so i i should thank the guy from forbes we did go out in a press release from the punk rock museum it just said marissa and matt but cool. the writer from forbes did a little digging and found our article on preston and steve.com okay. and noted that we were from philadelphia and from radio radio station and that uh our friend read some rancid lyrics <laughs> um to do our officiate to officiate our wedding that is yeah, so cool. Yeah, so it's just kind of like a byline, but we're like the lead photo. Like, it's a pretty cool freaking photo, right, yeah, guys? Yeah. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. It's a great picture. Is it going to be in the, um, uh, like, the paper version, or is it just online? I don't know. I mean, it all just happened within the last 24 hours, so I guess we'll find out if it gets printed in there. Well, Paige, have that professional photographer do your shots. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you've shared this. Where can we find this if people want to read it? Uh, so, I, you know what? I'll share it on the Preston and Steve's account, uh, the Forbes article, and then you can see the photos all over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. My personal the stations, the shows everywhere. Right. Yeah. I thought when when I saw the the headline, it says Marissa, you showed up in my work email Forbes article, and he said congratulations, Marissa. I thought you were going to be like you know thirty under. Well, you're not under thirty, but okay. yeah, I thought it was going to be like a successful. Uh, what? No, I missed the forty under forty. You did? Yeah, the Philadelphia forty under forty. Kathy was. Uh, that yeah, you know, like that. just like just like six year, months or yeah, eight months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were in forty under forty. No, she's a yeah. fifty, oh, she <laughs> 50 <laughs> under thirty. Right? No, no, no. I was in it. You were in it. I was forty yeah. under forty. Yeah. yeah. In Forbes, we were joking that uh, it was just a year ago. <laughs> okay. Yes, I got you. But you were in it. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that Philadelphia uh, Magazine? Yeah, or? I think it was the Philadelphia I Business Journal. Oh, yes. I thought it was yes, Forbes. Yes, yes, yes. No, 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 okay. no. Um, how old are you, by the way? 39? 39 and how many months to August? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Got there it under go. the wire. That's yeah. when I officially turn old, guys. So, did, but you ended up, you ended up 
in this, and they were unaware that you're, you know, you're on the show, and right? I mean, it was just because of the picture, just by happenstance. Yeah, 100%. I mean, when we were talking to the punk rock museum folks, we were trying to tell them, like, hey, you know, I work at this, like, rock station in Philly, so we're all going to be talking about it. And they're like, that's cool. You can come get married. Here's how much it's going to cost. And we're uh, like, yeah, 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 we're going to pay for it, absolutely. <laughs> but, like, it might be kind of cool. And now it's, you know. That's become a thing. around. I found the original article from John, guys. He, um, he designed a coaster called Icebreaker at SeaWorld. That's it. But, that was it. Yeah, yes. but his company has done Revenge of the Mummy, which is one of our favorites, and a few others, you know, all over the world. Did you ever appear in a, uh, Preston, in an article in a newspaper or magazine, you know, earlier on in your yeah. life? Yeah. On the co- like a cover? Uh, no. Because it's, it's like, or even in just in an article, because that's the coolest thing when that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now it was... While I was doing radio, I don't I think it ever oh. happened. I, I was in the newspaper one time because of a uh, uh, high school band, uh, and I was the the cover. I was the photo of the article, That's which cool. was yeah. which was pretty cool. Um, but it wasn't until radio that yeah, I started getting on actually on the covers of, of articles from time to time. Yeah. But uh, have you ever? Did you ever before radio? The closest I came was there was a magazine that you used to get in elementary school. Where the kid on the cover was a dead ringer for me, so I told everyone it was. Oh. <laughs> but I, it really wasn't me. And, I, and they, how did you get? I, know, I guess they must have taken the picture when I was getting off the bus or something. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't a cover, but uh, I still have the uh, cutout from the uh, the newspaper because I thought it was so funny. But it was when I think it was when I started working with you guys, and so somebody had printed an article that I was now a member of the show, and right next to me, Alan Iverson did something at the Sixers. Like <laughs> oh, it was geez. so. It was my, we had the same size photo. Mine was first, and his was second. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is. Terrific. Yeah. So it's a it's a newspaper article with me and Alan Iverson. It's, wow. it's still a big it's it's cool. Yeah. It, whether like case town talk or whatever. Yeah. Well, it, you end up in in some sort of journal. We got our we got our we got a cat Mac who is the basis for Max Fund, my wife's charity. When he was a kid, and I just took a picture of him sitting on. Uh, uh, I just bought a uh, an iMac, and he was sitting on top of the box, and I sent it to a, a magazine called MacWorld. And they put they it, it, yeah, and they oh, print the picture like, oh, my God. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> but we're the only ones who care. Right. Did you save it? You have it yes, somewhere? Yes, I saved it and made sure that I lost it. Okay. I, you know, I was in, in the summer, I was in the Daily Times every Wednesday because our diving meets were on Tuesdays and I just won like all the time. I know it sounds really braggy. <laughs> no, but, no, no. But like I, I won, um, like I would say, oh, my gosh. Ninety percent of the time, I I came in first place in whatever age group I was in. So that was you know a pretty did standard you, you, thing. Did you have goat status? No, no. You know what? I just I had a. Um, it was more like no competition status. Okay. Because there were other guys that were like way better than me, right. but like uh, like this guy Billy and Ron, like those guys were way better than I was. But Billy was like older than me. And uh, and Ron, yeah. So did you save them all? Different classes? Um, no, no. But like, if I ever dove against those guys, like yeah. um, this guy Bill dove for uh, Glenn Olden. So uh, the only time I ever won in Glenn Olden was when Billy was in a different age group. Did you save those clippings? No, no. It just it, it just became <laughs> it's so passe. It was so, it was so much. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
If it's your first yeah, time, maybe. Uh, when you're part of a dynasty, a sports <laughs> dynasty, you get a little jaded. But I will say, when that's I was, adorable that you'd even bring it up. When I was with you guys, and we made a big deal about it. In fact, I think I have it's in my um, my cabinet in the office. But Daily Times does a people poll yeah. where they like they'll hang out outside like a, a Home Depot or a Wawa, and then they they just poll five people. They ask him a question, and I was walking out of my Wawa, and I got in the people pool. I was like, no way! I'm so excited! Going back to his diving, it was like, did you ever see the Tony Hawk uh, documentary? Like, he just started throwing his trophies away. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh he won God. so often, it just it was ridiculous, matter. yeah. Mm-hmm. Marissa? Well, this fame is nothing to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I've actually been on the cover twice. Once when of I was... Forbes? Uh, never a Forbes. Oh. That's still the goal. But... The Cherry Hill Courier, Courier Gazette. <laughs> when wow. I was in kindergarten, uh, I the, think. <laughs> is that the picture yes. you shared last night? That's a photo I sent you guys last night. I'm like four years old. I have one of those hats that you make out of newspaper. Okay, like you fold them up and you roll it. It looks into adorable. A cone. Yeah, and I'm wearing and I'm holding. Uh, um, oh my god, what's that instrument? Uh, clarinet. Uh, tambourine. Tambourine. Oh, okay. A tambourine and a American flag. Look and at you, little just, Miss America. Yeah, it was just like the little like. Kindergarten girl celebrating uh, Fourth of July, and then there was another time when I was little a... girl has dark side. <laughs> Not much bigger, Steve. When yeah. I was a lifeguard at the Belmont Hills pool, um, I was on the cover of the Mainline Times, yeah. and I was like, they were taking photos of just the pool and people hanging out, and um, they zoomed in, and you could see the pool reflected in my like Oakleys, my fake Oakleys. That's cool. And mm. I, all I remember is sitting there. They were taking a photo, and I had a huge zit on my lip, oh, and I was like, why no. are they taking a photo? <laughs> Of me right now. Is that what they printed? Local lifeguards have syphilis. <laughs> I mean, some some people do not want their photos. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I remember. Especially if you're on the run, man. There was one time. Do you guys remember when uh, Limville Orchards burned down? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a, a photographer on the scene. Obviously, he was, he was uh, you know capturing what was going on there. And uh, I remember the photo. One of the women uh, who was uh, maybe one of the owners, but then the family was crying. She was crying. Yeah. And they got a picture of her, and you can see the flaming building and her crying. It was actually a great photograph. I yeah. Mean, it really captured the the, 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 emotion. the emotion. And yeah. and, uh, and and what. What a, what a wonderful place that was and what a tragedy that was. And boy, were they pissed off yeah. that the newspaper ran that really? as a cover story. And I, I remember talking to one of the people who worked there. I'm like, this is, this, I'm, I'm like, this is actually great journalism. And they're yeah. like, no, 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 no. We're, we're seeking legal action or something like that. Did she but, burn uh, maybe, down the, the no, farm? No, no legally. But they just, she felt embarrassed, I guess, that, that she was crying. Yeah. And legally, if you're a reporter and you're there photographing the news for the news... You, it's not as if you're, if you're doing, say, a show, you don't have to get waivers from everyone in the shot. If you're covering, if you're press, right? I assume I don't know. you're not beholden to assume. the same restrictions that would force you to get, you know, a, uh, a clearance from everyone in a shot. I don't shot. know if you're on public property, which if, if I mean, if you're not. If you're so on if, private property. If you're on yeah, private maybe. property. Don't know. Right I just so? wanted to go back to Kathy's uh, question. No, they quit. They cut it right at my nose, so you couldn't see. Oh, because it was just oh the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, because you know, there's say? tons of times, like you know, where we've been printed, and we're like, "That's the photo they chose." I know. Yeah. <laughs> Every photo of me is that photo. So I think the coolest cover that I was ever on. It's not an international publication, but Ursinus College puts out a quarterly magazine that goes to all the alumni, and I was on the cover of this magazine, and it's just ironic because I mean. I almost failed out for two years straight. <laughs> you know, I was like on academic proda- probation and for basically up until my junior year. 
Dude, okay, so you talk about that, uh, you know, going back to your alma mater. When when we got the um, Radio Hall of Fame nomination, <laughs> Still I, was re- I was really excited yeah. uh, to get in touch with my old school, the yeah. Broadcast Center, and let them know right. that they had a Hall of Fame, uh, you know, person who would... It say, worked! Yeah. Dude. Thanks for calling. school closed down. Uh, I know. I was there. I was so... <laughs> but I know you were. Yeah. But I was so... I was that like... That sucks. I, I, but I've been waiting to do this. I've been waiting to have some acknowledgement to the school. I feeling good, and I hope you are, too. You're that not feeling good. That, that's me sitting in one of the booths. Those Aww. are the best-tasting little morsels I have ever had in my life. That broadcast center doesn't exist anymore. That's the latest news. Let's get on to the latest rock. Kathy, are you in a... Uh, are you ha- hanging up in the hallowed halls of Pensbury? Oh, Pensbury, no. Westchester, yes. There apparently is a photo of me somewhere in one of the buildings. And um, I actually just ran into a student who said there's a professor there that, like, uh, talks about me all the time. And I, I, I have an idea of who it is, but I'm I'm not positive. But um, she said he talks about our show and stuff like that a lot. Okay. I'm on the insert of Local Cucks magazine. Oh. Local yeah, yeah. Cucks. Wow. That's pretty cool. Do you like to watch or be seen? I'll take either. Yeah. Humiliation. (laughs) Humiliation's my specialty. Well, uh, but Marissa and Matt made it into Forbes. That's very cool. I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's this other story I I have to share with you guys. Uh, It has nothing to do with what we've been talking about. Okay. But I I found this quite interesting. Um, So electric bikes, I'm starting to see them. Obviously, down the shore, they're all over the place. Uh, people get around, like to get around on bicycles out there. So uh, a lot of electric bikes. But I'm seeing them more and more um, away from there as I, well. I want to get one. I really do. I saw one just the other day of somebody riding around. Uh, they're fun. They're yeah. really cool. But I was very surprised that they have started to catch on in a surprising place. The Amish community. The Amish are digging electric bikes? Electric. What? That blows my mind. Bikes. Although it is... He figured they'd first start with electric horses. Although it is commonly believed that Amish communities eschew any type of technology that isn't, uh, that isn't several centuries old, it's a misconception. In reality, there is no central Amish governing authority, and each individual community is allowed to make its own decisions about what types of technology that it does make use of. Do you know what the, the number one occupation of the Amish community is currently? Running server farms. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> IT for, for like for big, large co- companies. Could you imagine oh, okay. yeah. they had like an underground business and they were all right? Home. Everyone, act very plain. <laughs> Remember, when you go up on the surface, act plain. Kathy, they started cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> Engaging lasers now. All right, and remember, everyone, when you go up on above ground, act plain and humble. That's some cool. The giant, the barn comes up out of the ground. <laughs> Remember to talk slowly. Sonic disruptor on hangar 11. We're having a fusion reaction. All right, time to go up and turn butter down. <laughs> the collider is not functioning correctly in bay seven. The collider is not functioning correctly in Bay 7. And, Jebediah, you have a horse to shoot. <laughs> they have a collider? <laughs> Underground. Underground. Yeah. Not at all. 
Uh, the official... Actually, there is a uh, there is actually a gantry over at Dutch Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> the official uh, official tourism site for Lancaster explains the nuance best. It says when a new technology comes along. Its effect on the church and community is examined. The tourism states uh, the technology should not be an intrusion into the home, but rather serve the social purposes and goals of the group. Yeah. With that in mind, the Amish often repurpose the technology, in a sense, to align with their community beliefs. In the case of e-bikes, several churches have now decided that the benefits outweigh the costs. And it's a lot quicker, according to, let me see here, uh, Dave David Mullet. A member of the Old Order Amish Church and owner of an e-bike shop within the Amish community in Ohio. Yeah, he's well. He's it's the he's he's a member of the Old Order Amish Church. Wow! And he has an e-bike shop in Ohio. He said it's a lot quick, quicker to jump on your bike and go into town than it is to bring your horse into the barn, harness it to a buggy, and go. Uh, and generally speaking, Amish communities are most likely to avoid a new technology if they believe that it will uh, make them too reliant on the outside world. Uh, this has also led some of them to make use of electricity derived from solar panels, which they can own and maintain mm-hmm. on their own. So, uh, but the e-bikes as well can be often be charged by small solar panels. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Why not? No idea. I mean, there's there's not they're they're using. Well, I, the houses have electrical lights in them and things like that. They're not. It's not as austere. Yes, right. Uh, I think uh, some of them do. I think it depends on how do they charge their Teslas. What community? <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on what community that they live in and what those what? Uh, accepted, uh, you know, uh, conveniences. Matter are. transportation test in seven minutes. Matter transportation test in seven minutes. Hard raising at three. Don't forget, when you go up on the surface, act humble and plain. Well, I'm headed out to Lancaster, so I'm going to let you know if I see anybody, uh, right. any, Amish, any of the Amish on e-bikes. What are you doing out Lancaster? That's my flower shopping trip. Oh, Come it's on. time for that. Yes. I've told you, I'm waiting just, a, I don't know, maybe another week or two. If you're planning on going to visit Kathy Romano today, act plain and humble. <laughs> no mention of the reactor. <laughs> Uh, do you have an activities list coming up, maybe? Uh, no, this is just uh, my friend and I do our little annual trip out there. Did you do a, a summer activity list last year? Mm-mm. Hey, no. by the way, don't you go? You guys go to a place that's like really, really popular, right? Or Where? I remember you t- in, out there? Yeah. Um, well, there's For, forgetting plants or something. I remember you saying flowers. something. There's, about that. there's there's farm tons of them. Flower I farms there was out there. One place in particular that gets. Mobbed, but no, maybe I'm you, off. You okay. can go to. It's right above the Amish Collider. Right? There's, there's so many of them. Like I used to go to one. So my friend grew up out there, um, and that's how I was introduced to it. And uh, so, but you could. What I was driving to the one that I knew, and I, you know, saw five other ones. And so we kind of pulled mm. off, and you find the best prices, and it's like you know, it's it's a whole, it's a full day activity. Right. I don't. <laughs> I know love going out there just by looking. Like I can't tell the difference between like Amish and Mennonite. Uh, they look pretty similar. Uh, then what has a uh, like a unicorn? Type horn in the middle oh, of the forehead. It'd be the Mennonites. Men- that's a men- um, yeah. There's a robust Mennonite um, community where I. They're live. bustier. No, they're not bustier. <laughs> robust. Look at the cans. <laughs> there are several Mennonite church in, churches in my community. Right, and so it's not uncommon to see people dressed in in Mennonite garb. One of pretty the- regularly, but I, uh, I, I couldn't. Similar. You couldn't. You know, put Amish next to Mennonites and clearly go, yeah, or at least me personally go, yeah, they're, they're, but 
I think maybe the women dress in Mennonites. I don't know. I don't the know Mennonites if... walk like John Cleese in the Ministry of Silly Walking. <laughs> they do that Bigfoot thing. I'm not sure if the uh, Mennonite men dress quite the way that Amish men do because I normally don't. I normally see just Mennonite women. <laughs> I, I've now said Mennonite yes, too many times. Issue of Mennonite women, and yet. There's a joke about uh, Amish and Mennonite where they, the name is Elliot Preston. <laughs> the The punchline is something about you know like two Mennonites, but uh, do you guys know that joke? No, no I don't. All right, let's pretend like I didn't say anything. <laughs> I know it. Uh, At the source joke. What kind of what, what kind of meat does a priest eat? None. None. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, on Good Friday, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, I I remember this one of the absolute best meals in my life that I've ever had was at a Mennonite restaurant. Oh, yeah? Out, yeah, in Lancaster. Okay. And uh, the, so that, that you'll find, I think you'll find a lot of Mennonite, um, Mennonites. <laughs> now you got to be thinking. I know. Too many, you said it too many yeah. times. Uh, uh, Mennonite. Uh, uh, working in restaurants and owning restaurants out there, I believe. Okay, the, the full <laughs> joke is, did you hear about the Amish prostitute? She was sleeping with two Mennonite. Okay. okay. Mennonite. Uh, Mennonite. Mennonite. <laughs> do, 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 do. Now I've got that in my head. Mennonite. Do, 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 do. Um, two Mennonite. <laughs> <laughs> two Mennonite, two men repair. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, have you guys ever had Amish people work on your home? Um, uh, no, but unwillingly. We, well, we had, uh, I believe we had our shed. Yeah, uh, probably bought it from Stolfus. Made by, uh. Mennonite. Not Mennonites, but, but by Amish. Yeah. They're yeah. phenomenal craftsmen. Yeah, they yeah, are. You know just what? hard workers. Their, their prices aren't any cheaper. We didn't do well, it. They got to buy their electricity. Well, know, we did, it, we, we did it for quality craftsmanship. Typically, you would think that you're getting a better deal. You're not. We have to purchase uranium. Remember, we need to raise funding for our uranium purchase. Sonic Disruptor Ray, ready to reconnect. Ready, fire one. Collider is offline. Collider is offline. Butter turning in two hours. Sonic Disruptor Ray and Butter Churning. <laughs> Who says you can't do both? You can do both. Mm-hmm. You can multitask. And be happy. That would have added a whole new element if uh, in Witness, uh, Harrison Ford gets goes into one of the silos and goes down below. Yes. Yeah, and sees yeah. the Millennium Falcon. Yes. <laughs> By the way, we have uh, Christ on the line. Oh, oh. my God. Uh, hi. No, it says Chris. I love what you do. It says Christ dot, dot, dot. So it's it's Christy or Christine or Christian or... It's not Jesus. I don't know. It's, it's Let's take a guess. Is this Christ? This is Christina. Hi, Christina. Christina. How are hey. you? Hey. Hey. Good. I wanted to talk to you guys about the easiest way to tell apart the Mennonite versus the Amish. Oh, good. So you can always tell if somebody is uh, Amish if they are getting a ride in someone else's vehicle. The Amish are not allowed to own a vehicle. They have to travel by horse and buggy or bicycle. So if you see, like, ah. big vans, you ever see those that drive around with a yeah, bunch yeah. of Amish people mm-hmm. inside? That means they're Amish. But um, what, also, go ahead. Mennonites are allowed to drive cars, but they have to be black cars specifically. And they can that. also wear different patterns of clothes. Like, the Amish can only wear black and white, and the Mennonite can wear, like, flower dresses. So if you ever see that, oh, you're like, oh. so you're saying that it would—it's conceivable that there could be a Mennonite NASCAR driver. 
If it was all black. If the car right? was black. If it was all black, yes, yeah. yes. That's very possible. Hey, wow. was um, Floyd Landis a Mennonite? Say the, that again? The Floyd Landis, uh, the uh, the bicycle, the cyclist who was, uh, he was from the... Well, Landis is a big name out my way. Yeah. Uh, and, and definitely... Uh, That's quite possible. I'll bet yeah. you that it, there's a tie. Yeah, I know that he was possible. a hero to the uh, the proper, uh, the people out there in the Harleysville area. And then when he got pinched for um, doping, he was like, huh. not shunned. Maybe okay. He was shunned. He might yeah. have been Don't shunned. Know. And the, you know what else is weird? The tricky part is if you see like younger teenage kids, but they're dressed like we are, and you could clearly tell by their haircuts that they are very, very Amish and they're in Rumspringa. Right. Rumspringa. Yeah. yeah. All bets are off, right? Yep. Yeah. Rumspringa is a big thing. So you'll see them with like Apple iPhones or Samsungs, but they clearly are speaking Dutch. <laughs> I, like, wa- Whoa, I wonder what the, the ratio is, uh, Christina, about, from, from when, because you, at the end of Rumspringa, it's my understanding, that's the point at which you make the decision whether you want to pursue. A life within the the yeah. uh, community, or if you want to go out and about, right? So, a percentage of people who, at right now who go through Rum Springer opt for I had the heard Amish experience. A lot of them return to the there you go uh, to the to the family. Wow, yeah, what I, what I had read. Well, they anyway, need the but... workers on the on the collider. Yeah, I mean that's a <laughs> delicate operation. Uh, Christina, thank you very much. Appreciate yeah, the call, good, my guys. All right, see ya. Yeah, my um, my uh, old roommate from college is uh, from Lancaster, and he said like. They would rumble with the Irish. Oh, yeah, not the Irish. <laughs> with the Irish. And then the Amish. Oh, yeah, you stinking lousy Amish. We're going to kick your arses. I don't even know why we're here. We're tired of your underground technology making our TVs react party. The Amish were there as referees. <laughs> no, they would rumble with the Amish uh, quite a bit back in the, uh, you know, and I guess it was maybe during their rum springer days. Mm. They would rumble with them, yeah, like getting fights, yeah, like Rumble Springer, yeah, right, yeah. Wow, we got, I didn't, I didn't realize there was interesting. There was a show about the yeah Amish yeah crime Rum Spring, element, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And about there was you know uh, hell, yeah. Uh, Casey, the follow up on um, Floyd Lundin. Landis, yep. Yeah, he was uh, born in Farmersville, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Landis was brought up a Mennonite and rode his first races wearing sweatpants because his religion forbade wearing shorts. Wow. And he won anyway. So was he a, like a champion? I don't know. Yeah, his, yeah he like won the Tour de France. Oh, wow. Yeah. But he was doping? Uh, yeah, I, listen. He was e- eating hard. Oh, I know. Like, but, yeah. yeah, so interesting. But he got pinched. Well, you look. It's well, like, it's crazy how yeah. much doping goes on in that sport. At least he wasn't using an electronic bicycle. That's cheating. which is where we started talking about this in the first place. You, do you have one? Uh, I do not, but I have ridden them. They're yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you get a chance, hop on one. It's it's a blast, and you can still get exercise out of it. You can set up the resistance to to be to to have mild assistance or. All assistance. I think that just to have it to kick on now and then as you're going along, um, you know, but to use it as a bike, but also for that exercise. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like if you're heading into an area that's, you know, kind of hilly or whatever and you've done a long ride, it, it's a nice little break. Well, here's what I think it is actually perfect for is anybody who, like, wants to ride their bike to work. Yeah. And they don't want to get there, like, all sweaty and stuff. Yeah. You know? You can do it that, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anyhow, I just thought that was interesting that electric bike popular in the Amish community. <laughs> Sorry, I had to speak over the sonic disruptor. 
uh, from Lancaster. Butter turning at 5. Until then, everyone is called to the collider stations. We're testing. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And guess what? We have a chance to win $1,000 with MMR's Concert Cash. And the Bizarre File is coming up, too. Stay with us. Finally. How we doing, MMR Barbecues? MMRBQ 2023, starring Shinedown. This is Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, including A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and MMR's local shots artist, Fixin77. Plus, the return of the Preston and Steve side stage. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text FINALLY to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Oh, man, we got a couple of minutes before we get to uh, the concert uh, cash keyword, uh, breaking news. Breaking news, Casey. Okay. You wouldn't mind? I'm sorry. This is sad to see. Break, break, breaking news. Breaking news. The great Harry Belafonte passed away. Aww. Aww. He was 90, uh, 96 years old. Hell of a long life. Uh, and, uh... What a great entertainer, man. I loved Harry Belafonte. We play Harry Belafonte, Harry Belafonte. Yeah, we piece. end, I think, uh, Shake yep. Zenora. Yeah. Uh, we play the uh, outro music on Wednesday, is it, Case? Yep. Wednesday mornings, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is it. Classic island sound. I have, I've got, I think I have three Harry Belafonte songs on what I call my feel-good playlist. Yeah. Or on my island playlist as well, because it's just... Enjoyable music. He had a pivotal moment in our nation's history, and it came vis-a-vis pop culture when he sang a duet and touched Petula Clark. Yeah. They just uh, touched hands, yeah, right. I think, on television. And that was one of the first interracial, physical, physical interactions right. ever. And at the time was considered, ooh, you know, um, but it was important. And the following year, he took Dwight Eisenhower from behind. What? I, well, yeah, on Ed God. Sullivan. Ed. This is another great Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, that was something really interesting. Wow. Uh, all this, you're transported when you hear this stuff. I bet you're working in like a banana boat is really horrible. A beautiful bunch. All right, banana. I don't think it's as, as fun and exotic as the, I hate bananas. As the, I hate it. As the music. Black tarantula. Makes it seem. Does he say, what is he, tarantula? Yeah, is, black tarantula. Yeah, yeah. So they hide, the, hide the deadly black tarantula. Because that's a, oh a legit, that's yeah. a legit uh, thing that happens. There are spiders They'll inside get in those bananas. Yeah. Wait a second. He says, hide the deadly black tarantula. Okay. Well, hide the deadly up, black spatula? Up until this point in my life, I thought he said, hide deadly black tarantula. Uh, well, you know what? He becomes Flanders? <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to look up the lyrics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. 
Well, there's a lot more words in this than I did yeah. not. Uh, this, this is lengthy. All right, banana. Here it comes. Yeah. And what did you yeah. say? Highly deadly. Highly deadly. Highly, no, hidely. Oh, hidely. I thought so. you said highly deadly black tarantula. No, it's hide the deadly black okay. tarantula. So. A beautiful bunch of ripe banana, hide the deadly black tarantula. So it means that they're, uh, you know, the spiders hide inside the bunches. I blame the kid on my baseball team <laughs> who was singing highly deadly black tarantula while we were in the dugout. tarantula. The um, six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch, yeah. And the, the rest of the ones I got, yeah. And and the tally man is a guy who counts, obviously, what right. their, what their yield is for the day. So, um, oh man, that's the sad news, but a wonderful yeah. life. Uh, what, what's his his daughter's name? Um, Shari? Sherry Belafonte. Sherry Belafonte. Has she passed? Oh, she's still alive. I don't know. She was an actress yes. and a singer and uh, a model as right. well. Very beautiful woman. Uh, Nick's going to look that up real quick. Sherry Belafonte. Uh, 68 years old, so she okay, still good. Is, but she lost her dad. <laughs> Sad news. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wanted to pass that along, but we do need to take care of business. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. Dollar. That's the word. D-O-L-L-A-R is the word. And... We're going to give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. You can do it on the contest page, WMMR.com, via the MMR app, or text it with the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ September 16th. Tickets are on sale now. And winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone Contest rules at WMMR.com for MMRBQ details. Text word finally to 39333. We'll send you a link with the info, and it's sponsored by Meineke. So, again, our word is dollar, D-O-L-L-A-R. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Finally. All right, it is brought to you this morning. By J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Got junk, want it gone, got floors, want them clean? Call J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning, veteran-owned and operated. You can start right here in southeastern PA. Call 844-GET-J-DOG or visit jdog.com. Hold on just a minute. <clears throat> Believe it or not, I got to take a drink, and I'll tell you why. Just a second here. Not a booze. I got to yeah. take a drink of water. Oh. We did the uh, M&M thing, like, what, an hour ago? Yeah. Uh, Over an hour ago? I don't know how long ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little piece of peanut in my throat. <laughs> oh, there you go. It stuck around that long. Because Marissa brought in yellow. My favorite. I gave you yellow. Marissa brought yellow. <laughs> I give you yellow and all the trees of the earth. All right. Uh, so here you go, Steve. Here's the cow story. Oh, nice. I was going to tell you about it earlier. Uh, it's uh, another catastrophe. It is another catastrophe. So six... Cattle died mysteriously in Texas with their tongues removed, the hide around one side of their mouths gone, and no blood spilled, authorities said this week. The cause of death for the six animals was unknown. As of Friday, April 21st, there had been no updates in the case. There's so much to this cattle mutilation stuff that's been going on forever, and even if you extract the, you know, the, the, they always tie to, or a lot of people tie to UFO stuff and mm-hmm. alien. It's happening and there's still no beat on wh- how this is happening, where organs are being removed from these mm-hmm. the cattle with no blood. 
Uh, the cattle were found along Texas State Highway in three counties, Madison, Brazos, and Robertson, with each animal part of a different herd and in a different pasture. Five of the animals were adults. One was a yearling. It wasn't immediately clear when they died. The sex of the animals wasn't disclosed. In two cases, the animals' genitalia and anuses had been removed with a circular cut that the sheriff's office said had been made with the same precision as the cuts noted around the jaw lines of each cow. You can't get sloppy when you're removing an anus. Investigators discovered five of the deaths after ranchers alerted authorities to a dead six-year-old longhorn cross cow. Uh, the grass around the bodies of all six animals was undisturbed with no signs of struggle and no footprints or tire tracks found. Ranchers also reported that no predators or birds would scavenge the remains of the cow, leaving it to decay untouched for several weeks. Wait a second. Didn't Wendy's just roll out anus poppers? The sheriff's office noted that similar incidents have been reported across the United States, and it was coordinating with other law enforcement agencies. In 2019, authorities in Oregon found uh, five dead bulls that had their sex organs and tongues removed. That's crazy. The deaths prompted theories that included everything from uh, carrion bugs to spaceships and cult killings. So there's no answer to this. Well, in the special that I watched, they suggested, and I forget exactly what they were, what it was, but that the organs can be used in the production of something that is of great value, almost huh. like ambergris okay. is to cologne and, and perfumes and stuff like that, that that's what they're culling this for. But it still doesn't explain why they're going in so surgically without blood splatter or anything like that. Yeah. It sounds like a crop circle type of thing to it's me. Crazy. It's crazy. Just trying to yeah. you know, freak people out and pull one over on them, but who knows? Uh, this is terrifying and scary and, and messed up. A laundromat owner in Hamilton says that he's at a dead end over youths, and I think this is in the U.K., I'm not sure, uh, over youths climbing into washing machines to get high from huffing deodorant. What? So they climb into the washing machine and then close the door yeah. with after huffing deodorant. Oh, well, come on. Uh, for almost a month, 14 youths, uh, 14 youths. youths, 14 youths from different groups have visited the Double Bubble Laundromat. <laughs> Uh, and the owner of the business said we're pretty scared. The youths climb into or behind the industrial washing machines and then get so high from the deodorant that they pass out or spit blood. That's Sounds fun. like a blast. <laughs> uh, the owner understands the youths are only 8 to 12 years old, barely even Oh, my teenagers. God. But despite the young age of the huffers, the owners are at a loss after reaching out for help to numerous different groups to no avail. He said we made numbers of phone calls to police. They said it's not an emergency. The business owners identified the school uh, the children go to and contacted the principal as well as their local MP, which makes me believe that it might be in the U.K. So let me ask you something. Is the deodorant, are they bringing like aerosolized deodorant or do the machines themselves emit a deodorant? I think they're bringing in the okay. aerosol and they're doing it inside of the the, the cylinders. Huh. Uh, so, but uh, a month into the issue, they are no closer to a solution then when the issue began, that's pretty terrifying. That's like the cattle mutilations. A parent was arrested for allegedly attempting to run over students with a truck during a school track meet in Colorado. Well, that's how you win. 42-year-old Jose Luis Mendez was arrested and taken into custody for several charges along with many out-of-country warrants. Uh, deputies are out-of-county warrants. That's one thing most high school tracks should have a truck lane. Uh, deputies received a call regarding a man who was attempting to run students over. The man was in a red Chevy truck. 
Once the parking lot was cleared, deputies then responded with a canine unit, and uh, they detained the suspect, a victim, and witness accused Mendez of becoming verbally aggressive and allegedly trying to run the victim over, but was unsuccessful. That's just, yeah, that's insane. All right, and then uh, one final story. We'll go with this one. Prosecutors in Mexico said Saturday they've seized a huge collection of exotic animals, including 10 tigers, 6 jaguars, 5 lions, and other species in a cartel-dominated town. Wow. Uh, the announcement came just a week after U.S. prosecutors... Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. ...revealed that a boss of the uh, Sinaloa cartel yeah. fed his enemies alive and dead to the tigers he kept. <sighs> you know, who had the um, the hippopotamus collection, uh, the hippo collection that, that is now flourishing Escobar? on their own? Escobar, yeah. yeah. There's so, actually a hippopotamus population in the area now. So the discovery announced uh, Saturday uh, came in the western state of Jalisco, the turf of a cartel of the same name. Authorities did not identify the owner of the land uh, where the vast menagerie was found, but the township of La Blanca Jalisco had, or La Barca Jalisco has been uh, the scene of mass graves and cartel executions in the past. Agents also found antelopes, a llama, deer, and birds at the property as well. Uh, the animals appear to have been... Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. <laughs> kept in pens, stalls, and cages over a wide area. Feed them to the rabbit. It's not clear why they were being kept, but the animals were seized and were presumed to have been held illegally. In 2013, at least 65 bodies were unearthed from uh, clandestine burial pits around La Barca, which is located near the neighboring state of Micocan. Are they allowed uh, to have velociraptors? In most cases in Mexico, seized animals are taken to private uh, or public zoos uh, or reserves where they can receive proper attention. Uh, the seizures came a week after the U.S. prosecutors after U.S. prosecutors revealed grisly details about how some drug lords use tigers. Uh, they said while many of these victims were shot, others were fed dead or alive to tigers. Kept by Ivan Archivaldo Guzman Salazar and Jesus Alfredo Guzman Salazar. Of the defendants who raised and kept the tigers as their pets. You know what their wow. their, their cover business is? They rent bounce houses. Oh my god! It's like the well, oh, that's a perfect cover. Yeah, uh-huh. no one would ever suspect. Yeah, it's like a chicken restaurant. Yeah, and you're never going to figure it out. Watch, right. watch your words carefully. All right, and there you go. That's all I have in the bizarre file. All right, we have a little under five minutes left. You need to enter the word dollar right now. Okay, dollar. Uh, to MMR's Concert Cash Giveaway. You can do it through WMMR.com, through the MMR app, or you can text it a special contest short code number, which is 45911, dollar. And by the way, as if that's not a coincidence, it's dollar dog night at the Phil's. Oh, my God. And the word is dollar. I love it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, get to the lesson question in trash and music news when we return. Hang on. Throughout all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give something away uh, via the lesson question. And we have up for grabs today a pair of tickets to the 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival. Mm. It'll be Saturday, May 13th at uh, Shoffle Plaza. And the question we will ask is this. What color do I, what color do I own? <laughs> 
215-263-WMMR. If you heard it earlier this morning. Kindest gesture I've ever seen. What color do I, Preston Elliott, own? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. Visit them on the web at admoyer.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Guy Ritchie opening up about his new war movie, The Covenant, and revealing that they did not use any real firearms during filming. Richie says thanks to new restrictions in light of the Rust tragedy, you have to put up with troublesome crew members instead of being able to shoot them. Oh, Oh, my God. Charlie Sheen tweeting out his joy after having his blue check mark reinstated. Sheen says he was terrified someone pretending to to be him would tweet out out something lucid and coherent. If I could only get that. And finally, Oprah Winfrey infuriating her Montecito neighbors after she had a flood retention wall installed that reroutes the water onto her neighbor's property. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Oprah says this holiday season, one of her new favorite things will be neighbors who shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> that's your holiday chat. All right, let's see if we can uh, find out. Somebody has the answer to this. And, oh, I hit the wrong button. Here we go. Where's my music? There it is. Uh, what ah. color do I own? Simple question. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Brian for the answer. Hey, Brian. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, Brian. All right, what color do I, Preston Elliott, own, sir? That would be yellow. Yellow is correct. <laughs> Hang on, Brian. I'm going to give you a pair of tickets for the 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival, Saturday, May 13th at Chapel Plaza. You can enjoy live music and 50-plus Craft Brews, 21 to drink, all ages to hang. Tickets on sale now. VIP packages include an hour uh, pre-fest mm. indoors at Ardmore Music Hall, hosted by Pierre Robert, and ticket giveaways for the Hooters. Sold out shows that weekend, and you can text Beer Fest to 39333 for a link to all of the information. Uh, may I do a shout-out real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely. Uh, met a very nice guy. Actually, I met him before the other day, but um, I was at uh, Apple Book uh, Golf Club, and uh, he told me he works in a warehouse and has us cranked up all the time. <gasps> That's so awesome. So I want to throw some love and a shout-out to Mr. Tim Waterman. He's a big fan of the Preston and Steve show and WMMR in general. You know, we got we to gotta kick back in that marquee madness you know, yeah. like on the site. We love knowing that people are listening to us on the site. It's so awesome. Yep. I'm going to mention one, too, because I forgot. It was like... Last week, but apparently uh, we are played in the morning at uh, Lee's Produce uh, in Conshohocken, and oh. uh, a couple people texted me said they walked in and we were playing on uh, throughout oh. the store. So we love that. That's almost like a zap, <laughs> like Pierre's zaps. Kathy Duarte yeah. just farts. Okay. No, I don't. No, I, I don't. <laughs> well, so thank, thank you, Lee's. We appreciate that. <laughs> All right, music news. Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Brought to you by Shock IT. Unfortunately, it's not a question of if your business will be hit by a cyber attack. It's a question question of when. Be prepared by protecting your business with ShockIT.com. That's ShockIT.com. Yeah. Oh, Shock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shock. Yeah. All right, uh, just a handful of things today. Five finger death punches. Ivan Moody is recovering from hernia surgery. Uh, the, band, 
Man gave an update via social media saying, as many as you know, Ivan recently had surgery to correct an acute hernia injury. Oh, my ball! The recovery proved more challenging than initially thought, and on the advice of his doctors, Ivan and Five Finger Death Punch will not be able to perform uh, the show in Amsterdam, Amsterdam with Metallica. Could they refine the show down to Three Finger Love Tap? Maybe. Uh, they will perform all subsequent scheduled dates. Um, Ivan is... It just repeats the same thing. Well, maybe they really want you to stress it. It's the exact same thing. Exact same thing in That's small font. Yes, dude. T- Kathy, tiny print today. Holy <laughs> hell. I reprinted it a couple of times. It just randomly does that to me sometimes. Unfortunately, right. so my glasses are working wonderfully today. Yeah. U2 has rolled out its initial Las Vegas residency dates. As of now, U2, UV, Octung Baby Live at Sphere. Sphere? Will it's the new play. facility, right? Yep, at the Venetian on September 29th, 30th, and October 5th. Yeah, things are Sphere, man. And 8th, with more shows still to be announced. Yes, right, This venue looks It badass. does look cool. It looks yeah. really, really cool. I'm only seeing it from the outside and... I just I, I hope that the inside is just as like futuristic as the outside looks. You yeah, that's I mean? that is what I'm really curious about. Yep. Imagine but, being inside of the Amish Collider. <laughs> that's what this is like. It, uh, if this is what we're yeah, again, this is a, a rendering. I assume a computer rendering, but it looks phenomenal. Uh, the upcoming Vegas shows will mark the man's first without drummer Larry Mullen Jr., who's recovering from back surgery, and will feature stand-in Bram Vandenberg. Uh, for all the 2023 concerts. I would say you all know Bram Vandenberg, but none of you know him. <laughs> Let's get to know Bram. Getting to know Bram. Uh, the original announcement said the Sphere show has been in the works for a long time. We didn't want to let people down, at least all our audience. The truth is, I would miss him as much as they appear to miss us. Our audience is always the fifth member of the band. Bottom line, U2 hasn't played since December 2019. And we need to get back on stage and see the faces of our fans again. And what a unique stage they're building for us out there in the desert. We have to flex our creative muscles that tie us to the populations of the world and bring us together under a banner of love. And then the money's good, too. He said, we're the right band, Octung Baby, the right album, and The Sphere, the right venue, to take the live experience of music to the next level. That's what U2's been trying to do. Sphere's an interesting word, isn't it, Preston? All along with our satellite. Here. Here. It's like you're pointing here at the... Here. Here. It's what... He just starts making... Sorry, I'm just enjoying the sound system. Echo. I wonder if Bono, you know, the first time you get a, like a stadium microphone, uh-huh. yeah, there's a burp. <laughs> sounds great, doesn't Echo! Everybody says echo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I we mean, say sphere. Uh, he said, it's what we've been trying to do with our satellite stages and video installations, most memorably on the Zoo TV tour, which ended in Tokyo 30 years ago this fall. I- uh, the Sphere is more than just a venue. It's a gallery, and U2's music is going to be all over the walls. It looks like it's rigged to do all sorts of, like, um, Cirque du Soleil stuff as well. Like, yeah. there's all sorts of rigging yeah. that that facilitates that. That's very cool. Yeah, so we'll see how they utilize yeah. that space and what, what the capabilities are. Last story, Metallica debuted at number two on Billboard's 200 Albums chart. 
uh, with their 11th studio set, 72 Seasons. The album is the band's first studio album since uh, 1988, and Justice for All. Wow. To not top the chart. Oh. Uh, 72 Seasons, which is the band's first in seven years, marks not only their 12th top 10 album, but their eighth to have reached the top two. Uh, Billboard reported 72 Seasons debuts, 146,000 units earned, achieving the largest week by units for any rock or hard rock album in over three and a half years. They're in that that elite position now. They're you know they're yeah. like a super group, right? Yeah, yeah. We used to call them super groups. Yep, yep. They're they're one of the dominating, without question. You know the shows are going to sell yeah, out. You yeah. know that type of thing. Uh, across the globe, seventy two seasons is it number one in uh, uh, the charts in the UK, uh, Australia, Belgium. Uh, the Dutch uh, charts, Finnish, German, Irish, New Zealand, Scottish, Swedish, and Swiss album charts. So they're That's amazing. It. They are killing it. That is all I have in music news. We have one final break to take. Let's do it. Come back in a second. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. And then we hand over the keys to Pierre. So stay right where you are. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach. Celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet. And they're made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc. Because everybody has the right to access it. Information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. Tuesday morning as we are wrapping up the two days program. And uh, what a day it's been. We've enjoyed uh, doing all kinds of stuff, giving things away, chatting about this and that, eating M&M's and Skittles. We had candy. We, <laughs> we had, had candy on the show. I, 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 I had a, uh, what were my colors? I had a brown and a yellow. Yeah, brown yeah. and yellow. Me too. They I couldn't tell good. the difference. They were it's, like, it's like how uh, uh, science fiction used to say you'd eat dinner, you'd have two pills. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we had. That's what they would do on the Jetsons. Right. Yeah. I, ate, uh, I had a yellow peanut M&M and a blue peanut M&M. And you also now own the color and you, yellow. And I own yellow. You own yellow because Marissa, Marissa brought, brought in it. yellow. <laughs> okay. Right. It was fun, though. Uh, and I would like to thank our lone guest today, Mr. Greg Warren. Yay. For being on the show today, Greg has a new stand-up comedy special called The Salesman, which is available now for free. It is streaming on YouTube if you would like to check that out. So we thank him for being here. Uh, we thank Pierre Robert for being in our lives daily. Hola. Hola, sir. Como esta? Muy bien. Wow. Tú? Rock on. Okay. Love that. <laughs> I so like that. It's one of my favorites. How's your day been so far? It's just beginning. Um, I knocked over an orb and it smashed. Um, At home? Yeah. Uh, so um, there was some glass cleanup. Oh, um, okay. Bumping it, I have this big glass orb, circular, big like Christmas ball, but you leave it up all year round. And um, so I knocked it over. And it smashed. And it smashed. But, like Rosebud, uh, like a, it's in a Citizen Kane with the, uh, the snow globe. Yes, yeah. yes. Have you had it for a long time? A fair amount of time. I'm but sorry to hear that. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's sort of in a vulnerable place, mm. and I'm a bit of a klutz. So, oh. But um, uh, it's all cleaned up. 
And now uh, it just gives me an opportunity to find a new globe. A new globe, your, your yeah. Mess, your mess is done for the day. You've My had your mess, mistake. Well, the biggest mess is about to start. <laughs> All right. <laughs> For the next you got four five hours. Hold my beer. Yeah, just if you that ain't you ain't seen nothing. Uh, you ain't heard yeah. nothing yet, folks. If you like that, if you want a mess? Stay tuned, please. All right. Oh, you know what, Nick? You just you, you pulled up a picture. I'm going to play the clip one more time. This is the only day out of the year that we get to play this clip. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to play this. We can only do it once a year. Here we go. Cheryl Fraser from Rhode Island. Describe your perfect date. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, I'd have to say April 25th, because it's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> so today's April 25th, so enjoy your, your light jacket today. What is that from? Miss Congeniality was a uh, Sandra Bullock movie. Wow. Yeah. And that Shatner as the uh, host. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about the letter of the day, dude? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. O as in organize. All right. And we have two of the letters now. Three more to go. We're going to give away a word of the week prize on Friday. It's four-pack, three-day weekend tickets, and meet and greet with Papa Roach and the Bamboozle Festival, May 5th through the 7th, the Baderfield in Atlantic City. Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach, Motionless and White, and 60 more bands. Uh, for tickets and info, you can go to bamboozlefestival.com. By the way, and before we find out what you have going on uh, today, Pierre, it's Tattoo's Day. And that means we have to get a winner of the President Steve Show themed tattoo, David Fletcher. Yay! Fletch lives in King of Prussia. And we're going to set him with a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Good and boy. You can check out Floating World Tattoo and Piercing at 1729 South Street in Philly. And for artwork samples, just visit floatingworldtattoos.com or uh, you can go to Instagram and do a search at Floating World Tattoos and see all their stuff. So it's all good. Oh, you know what? I forgot we had one more call that we need to take before we wrap for the day. I'm going to go uh, to Frank. Hi there, Frank. Preston, how you doing? Awesome, Frank. I'm going to guess I'm not doing as good as you are. Yeah, well, you know, I had some bad news a little while ago. I just won a $1,000. <laughs> bad news, Frank. Just won a grand. And since you, got a, since you uh, are kind enough to play along with our contest, Frank, we're going to chuck a couple of tickets for you to go to the MMRBQ on September 16th as well. Uh, that's outstanding. Thank you so much. Have you been to the MMRBQ? Had a Pierre Robert sighting while you've been at the MMRBQ? I haven't been yet. No, oh. I have, have to get out there. Oh. You, you probably stepped over me in various gutters, though. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've seen me. All right. We'll take care of you, Frank. Thanks for listening to MMR, and thanks for playing along right. with our constant cash, buddy. Okay? Uh, all right, man. Thank you, guys. All right, Come congratulations. And it's brought to you by Meineke. And then, of course, you've got a shot coming up here in a little while. Do you know, um, there are, I think, some 66, I could be wrong, Beasley stations around the country, <laughs> and they all hate us. <laughs> I know. They all hate us because it's a national contest, which means all the stations get the opportunity to give a word and have their listeners, you know, win that word. We don't uh, get a winner every single time, but, like... 
percent of the time. <laughs> Dude, we I think we've given away ten thousand dollars in the last week. Wow. Our show. Wow. Yep. Yeah. There's been a uh, lot of winners. I Jackie had some last week for me. I had a uh, well, I've had five or six so far, um, and I had one yesterday. So it's we love our listeners. Well, no, yes, we love we our do. listeners, our, and our God bless our listeners. And we'll kill we, for them if we had. Uh, we thank them for everything. We would be nothing without them. But. Mm-hmm. The other stations hate us. No. The, you know, there's so, some of them are smaller stations, some of them are bigger stations. There's one in Vegas goes not Philly again. Uh. <laughs> um, anyway, but um, it, it is as the saying goes, what it is. That is true, sir. All right. On the program, speaking of Papa Roach, I will have a workforce block of Papa Roach. Their debut album came out today, 23 years ago, and a workforce block of Greta Van Fleet and a block of U2. It's Double Shot Tuesday. Also, so lots to do awesome Caca thank you lola pierre and kakalola Caca lola lola i <laughs> press double shot tuesday kaka <laughs> kaka lola lola Caca, lola president steve show brought to you today by duncan the president steve show runs on duncan also brought to you by septa septa offers a variety of career opportunities you can visit jobs.septa.org to apply today uh tomorrow wednesday fox good day uh, secret text word. Our friend Adam Weiner from Low Cut Ooh. Connie. Oh yeah, we'll be in our studio. Nice, a little bit of a debut, from what I understand. Excellent. And uh, our good friend Greg Murphy as well, Philly's broadcaster and NBC Sports Philadelphia uh, member as well, will be joining us too. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye bye. On 93.3 WMMR. Bing there. do 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 What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.